0: To Let Us Be Idiots with your host, Matteo Pascale. If you haven't noticed, it's the final part of the mini series known as the Frank Terranova Saga. Regarding this week's update of uh, the Let Us Be Idiots RSS feed and uh, the Kirkland Comedy YouTube channel, if you haven't noticed already, I uh, uploaded one of the episodes or my first appearance on the original series archive of the Greg and Rob podcast. I've decided to heavily promote myself even more than I was before so like every Wednesday I'll be dropping a new appearance in chronological order of all my uh, original series archive appearances in the Greg and Ron podcast to the reboot edition which I was third mic and host of. I would try as best as I can to also be uh, uploading and recording and doing the nine yards with the Us Be Idiots podcast. I realized that like uploading those guest appearances and uh, other Se- reboot series of the rock podcast the Lettuce Beauty it's RSS feed is unconventional but fuck it you know like if you know me I'm an unconventional person and it, like putting everything in one RSS feed or one channel instead of having it all spread out I think is better because it really um reinforces continuity and curation I think more it reinforces more the notion of curation than continuity but it does for both at least in a visual sense i would have to say but um that's uh argument for another day lastly the student film i starred in uh lead a role i guess or most of the roles i had the most lines in it i it had another person star and i'm not gonna like reveal who they are until i upload the student film that i was featured in but that should be coming along within the next two weeks of uh Premiering on my website, KirklandComedy.com, Kirkland Comedy YouTube channel. You're you're hearing it now on the RSS feed and the YouTube stream of the RSS feed audio. But I have decided I'm not gonna um, present the ripped audio of that student film at all on the Speedy Its podcast as an update. It's just gonna stand on its own as a student film on my uh, the Kirkland Comedy YouTube channel and the Kirkland Comedy website, KirklandComedy.com. But anyway, um, I, th- those are all the agendas they have for a. Uh, and updates regarding this week. Carrying on with part four of the Us Be Idiots miniseries, the Frank Terranova Sagas part four. Let it roll. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're on it. It was uh, uh, grueling to get this to sync correctly. I, I don't know. I updated my computer today, so it must have caused issues in the default the setting for the audio of the microphone. Anyway, so I'm here with uh, Frankie T and... uh. Kevin Janoway, because this week has been so ridiculous. I usually book two weeks in advance these uh, podcast episodes, and I forgot to do it. So I, I called the people I know who will be available last minute. No offense.
1: Yes. No, man. It's, it's awesome. Dream team. i uh, will have to go see West Side Story, then do a podcast about
0: it. We should. I was uh, thinking about doing it when the theaters open up, actually. Well, yeah, when, so- is Side-
1: when is West Side Story coming out?
0: Uh, Two or three weeks.
1: Oh, we'll go see it. If if, the,
0: if theaters are open, if if they're not open, we'll wait a few weeks. they are definitely yeah, be playing the, it though.
2: The first one is like really long, so I hope this one's not like three hours long.
1: But like, yeah, I was thinking, you know, why they made this movie because they're such copycats, Hollywood copycats, right? So they saw what happened. Bradley Cooper did A Star Is Born. It was a remake of an old musical. Yeah, and it made and it made a lot of money. So. If that didn't happen, West Side Story probably wouldn't happen.
0: You're also forgetting about Cats, too.
1: <laughs> no, like, they made
0: the Cats movie.
2: Yeah, and I heard that it wasn't that winning, like, worst picture and shit. Yeah, yeah. I never, I wanted to see it. I, I, like, I remember that about the play. People would be like... Yeah, we saw cats. Why is it running for like 18 years? And I never got to see it, so I didn't know. When like, the movie came out and it looked like Battlefield Earth
0: on Broadway, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how often do you like go to theater or like travel to see theater?
2: Twice? I don't get to see it that much here. here no, like when, when like, you like do you travel
0: yeah. a lot, I feel like you would because of an act, acting career.
2: Yeah, 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 I would, yeah.
0: So did you ever see it off like Broadway or like somewhere other production independently or?
2: Yeah, I've seen, um, so uh, I, I've seen like lots of off-Broadway and okay. on-Broadway stuff like Edward Albee plays and stuff like that, but I don't really um, go, go to musicals that much, okay. but yeah. It's too expensive. I know it is. And also but- like in New York and Broadway, they rehash the same play, like Glass Menagerie, Streetcar, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, Gypsy—those have all been done like every other year.
1: Like, interesting. I, in I want to do. I always wanted to do a streetcar. No, not streetcar. I wanted to do a, a view from a bridge.
0: Interesting. Why, that's particularly?
1: Perfect. Because um, that's a perfect role for me.
0: No, I know it is. But like, is there anything about the guy's writing? It? I forgot who wrote it.
1: Yeah, Arthur Miller. It's a great play. It's a very. Uh, it's a really interesting play. It's about a guy who uh, is uh in love
0: with his niece figures that's moves on to our next topic the last time frank was on this episode it was the 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 american lust story to people versus woody allen which by the way i didn't know i i have no idea who this guy was a guy contacted me randomly on instagram a few weeks after it aired and he said he's a lawyer in philadelphia and he apparently said quote unquote Frank is completely right on the issue of reality in all regards to Woody Allen. It just is stomach and nausea. It's stomach wrenching and nauseating when you think about it.
1: Yeah, but you know, he's innocent. So I know.
0: I'm saying a lawyer confirmed your
1: case. You know, it's like uh, there's a real, there's a, they're really targeting white men. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if you're a straight white guy and you did anything wrong in the last 50 years, it's going to come up.
0: Yeah, uh, they, there are there are other cases too, but like, it's, it's it's a lot.
1: I, the main two movements. Is... It's refreshing. There's a woman being being accused of uh, sexual harassment now.
0: Yeah, I know. Who was it again? There are like two when I saw recently.
1: She's Hispanic, I think. She's like an actress, and somebody accused of uh, sexual. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Can a can a man accuse a woman of sexual harassment? I don't know. Legally, there was a
0: case in the Bronx that went through, and a woman did get charged for it. And
1: then Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby is the only person who was like got, got arrested,
0: yeah. Anyway, moving topics.
1: <laughs> at least no, I, I, I was
0: like, Frank, you can't be up with the mayoral and uh, New York City elections at all.
1: I don't like any of the people that are picking. they're all atrocious,
0: all of them are bad, like both parties. They're not like none of the, I'm looking at the catalog they sent in the mail. And I'm like, I made check marks on how laughable some of the people are in there. Let me go get it.
1: You know, I'm really embarrassed by every Italian politician. They're all bad. There's never a good one. All Italians are bad. Yes. That guy said he was shot up by John Gotti like
2: five times. And he had like, to go to the ER. You'll solve
1: the, only, the only Italian politician that I ever liked was Alphonse D'Amato. Who's not that? familiar.
0: Not familiar. What about Cuomo, the father?
1: Your grandfather knows Alphonse. He definitely knows him. He was a senator. I know. I know. I know
0: he does. Yeah, I know my grandfather knows him. I'm not familiar with him. I'm saying, did you like, did you like Cuomo Sr.? N- uh,
1: no, I did not like Cuomo Sr. He was too much of a liberal. Interesting. I don't, I don't like um, this Cuomo because he killed a lot of old people. Yeah. He's, he's, he murdered old people. And, and, and the body is just retarded. He's like they're like Abbott and Costello.
0: I kind of feel like no. I always use a term for De Blasio. He's a straw man. He looks like he is like a belongs in a pumpkin patch, scaring scaring crows.
1: Yeah. You know how many small businesses folded because of those
2: two guys? A lot. I know it's really it's really sad because I live in a Polish neighborhood, and like um, it's sad that like some of these businesses have been there for like a hundred years,
1: and then they. And got now like the British restaurants. Polish, yeah. The restaurants are all charging a markup of forty percent to make up for what happened. It's like I went to eat in a place that I used to eat at a lot, and it used to be twelve bucks for what I get. I get a burrito and I get chips and guacamole, and it no. used to be twelve. The other day they were like seventeen. It's like seventeen from twelve to seventeen. Jesus,
0: Frank. Uh, I was looking at the catalog. Do you remember this guy at all? And the running for uh. Controller, he apparently was a horrible open micer. He used to hang out at the creek and buy a box.
2: What, what's his name?
0: Uh, Alex K Pan, right here.
1: I don't know, I don't recognize him. that guy.
0: I remember him, but like, I remember him not being able to speak for two minutes. What makes you think and speak for an hour? I'd rather vote uh, for Brian. P.
2: <laughs> so, but Mateo, this guy really said in his breakdown that he did stand up at the creek.
0: No, I remember him, he didn't say it. Like the guy has no political affiliation of anything, no background. He just says, "I feel entitled to run." That's his entire bio.
1: Tell me who are candidates. Tell me um, the candidates.
0: I, I only circled the jerk, the joke candidates. Like this woman. Uh,
1: who, who, who was in the lead? Who's in the lead?
0: No one's in the lead yet. The votes didn't happen yet.
1: who were the most popular ones? Um. Uh, for, for Democrat for, or Republican? For
0: mayor? For I, I, uh, for mayor, it's um.
1: The Chinese guy?
0: No, no, was, no, okay. no way, no it way. Was
2: Catherine Garcia got a lead over somebody else. Yeah, over Garcia. McCain. The last
0: time I checked the polls, it's Eric L. Adams from Brooklyn <laughs> and uh, and Raymond J. McGurden from their debate.
1: Is Sibazia running again?
0: He can't. He's not illegally allowed to. All
1: Why?
0: Right, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he did three terms.
1: De Blasio did? That was yeah, I
0: pr- no, pr- I think I'm not sure. But I, I, think anyway. thing,
1: I think the worst thing that could happen right now is if they go in the complete opposite direction and they hire somebody who is very conservative because what'll happen is there'll be a lot of crime, uh, fighting and there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of uh, police police uh brutality.
0: Yeah, that's so they- like uh, Curtis a short a suiway of the Guardian Angels is in the lead, apparently, for the Republican. I find it absolutely hysterical for so many reasons.
1: If he yeah. becomes if he becomes mayor, we're gonna be in trouble. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was that was a joke watching that, those two
2: guys, they're just fine. It was like a lifetime movie starring two guys. I oh, know I loved it.
0: One one's an alleged criminal and the other one's all about law and order.
1: I'm from uh, I grew up with Carrier Siliwa.
0: Yeah, I know. I, 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 ca- I have his phone number for my grandfather. Called him multiple times. Get him on his podcast. He will not do it.
1: He's from Conorcy.
0: I know. I know. Yeah. No, like, I, I follow his career. I think he's like, like magical how much of a character he is.
1: He's really interesting.
0: No, I know he is. Yeah. yeah.
2: But um, yeah. Can I interject a political thing here? That Sure, we sure, 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 sure. Do yeah, it. Cause... Sorry. But like one thing that they need to go ahead and do is i'm seeing this where i'm from versus new york like now all the people who pay too much for rent like that messed up the price index for new york they all moved out so like while the prices are like lowering we need somebody who's gonna like regulate more like rent costs because it's still like there's still nothing like really affordable in manhattan but like they need to lower it because now like where i'm from it's like there's a house by the cemetery that's a two bedroom in Tennessee. Two bedroom with a tin roof and it's over a million dollars.
0: What you said a tin roof?
2: Yeah, and it's in by the cemetery
0: in so how, how thick is the tin?
2: It's just not a quality it's, roof. Is that the cemetery near Hendersonville? <laughs> no, because Hendersonville's where Johnny Cash lived and that's more that's more pricey. But this is more um where, like, the Loveless Cafe, the Natchez Traces. But, like, yeah, it's by a cemetery. But apparently it has all these land. It has all this land, and these people are building, like, these big apartments. And, like, what happened in the mortgage crisis? You know, like, now that's happening.
0: Which one, know, like, 2008 or 1980s?
2: Or the, you know, what was going on 2005, 2006, where okay, okay. I prices yeah, were yeah. going up and up and up before it popped. Yeah. And so,
1: anyway, like... Nashville is not as expensive as a lot of like it's pretty it's more
2: expensive now because everybody moved there because they don't pay the income tax, but it's so the prices went up. It's much cheaper than New York or LA. Very but, true. But the rent there costs more than like the rent here right now. Like it costs like over two thousand dollars a month for like rent there everywhere.
3: And Interesting. Like you now uh,
2: people moved down. Taylor,
1: Taylor Swift lives in Forest Hills. Yes, is that a, that's a nice neighborhood. Yeah. The, uh,
0: so, Frank, I'm, I, I need to ask, why did you go Buddha all of a sudden by shaving your head?
1: Because, uh, I, I, you know what happens? Bugs fly into my hair, uh-huh. and they, 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 it, it's itchy. So okay. I'm like, for the summer, It's the I'll summer.
0: It. it makes sense. Do it. It's convenient.
1: Yeah. I got used to it the first day. I was weirded out by it, but now I like it. No, like, I, okay. I've done it
0: many, multiple times. You remember.
1: I look like Kevin.
0: Yeah, I know. Frank got that crab. Uh, Frank, I was talking like so like um um this this you know how you were beefing not even beefing but me made statements in the last episode about the Rooster Brothers uh um what was it Foundation or Film Grant what what exactly was it
1: Italian American uh Film Grant
0: yeah yeah the Rooster Brothers apparently have like a private like Italian cultural art uh private Facebook group I joined. Oh, yeah. So, like, I posted the flyers and the events for the page, uh, for the show I'm trying to promote coming up. And the moderator, I don't know who it is, immediately took it down.
1: Okay. Those guys, those guys, those, you know, besides the comic book movies, their other movies are terrible.
0: Oh, I know. Absolutely. What about their sitcoms? What do you think of their sitcoms?
1: I've never seen them. I don't know. I don't like, why do you need two people to direct a movie? Why can't just one of them do? I don't want to see these brothers they got to work together all the time. Just a like brothers, a, the a
0: brothers, the Cohen brothers.
1: Yeah, two, uh, why well, can't one of them do it? You know, I don't, if I was on a movie and there was two people directing, I'd be like, this, one of you got to talk to me. I can't talk to both of
0: you. Yeah,
2: because like with the Cohen brothers, one of them directs and one of them produces, I think. Maybe they and the other know. one,
0: I mean, it is most of the writing. I have a whole book about them in my room. I read a lot. I,
1: I, think the, I think the Safdie brothers are very one-dimensional.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've said this before, like said a few days before Chapo, their movies are the most memeable things you can see.
1: Uh, You know, one thing about their movies is you enjoy them when you're seeing them, and then when it's over, you don't want to see it again. It's like like what Scorsese said about Marvel. He said it's a thrill ride. Exactly. I I feel like that way about safety films. I feel like they're like a thrill ride. Yeah. And then... Your heart is beating. Your heart is beating, and, and then it and then and then when it's over, you're like, "All right, I'm not gonna watch that movie again." By the know. way, I, I watched a movie last night that I could watch a hundred times.
0: What what is it? What is what presented to the world? What you saw? Death Proof. Death Proof.
1: Yeah, I love that movie. I could watch that movie over and over.
0: Oh, is it the one with the Death Proof? Is the one um you with the car or uh
1: yeah, with the car? Yeah, with um, with Kurt Russell.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it's so it's so entertaining. It's I know so entertaining.
0: it's a Tarantino, right?
1: Yeah, you know something. Tarantino is so good. He's so much better than every other filmmaker. There's, there's nobody even close to him. There's nobody. There's nobody even in his in his league.
0: What? Well, what? Well, well, uh, I can think of two, but you're not gonna like who they are. Who? Uh, Ridley Scott. I don't know. Early work like Terminator and Alien. Yeah, we can't yeah.
1: say early work. Can you talk about now. Who's right now working today? Who Who is as exciting and as talented as Quentin Tarantino? Nobody. No one is, but uh,
2: Roberto Rossellini from 50 years ago, but not from today. I'm no, about
1: right now. No. no, I'm talking about right now. If, if If Quentin Tarantino had a movie coming out, we would all be excited. We would be like, oh, oh yeah, one.
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: But who? who what other filmmaker? do you run out to see that movie? Nobody. I have friends that never go to the movies. But if Quentin Tarantino makes a film, they rush out to see it. Yeah. I'm
0: it's trying true. to think, like, the um, various people. and Nothing really comes to mind.
1: Like back in the day, Scorsese was that guy. Back in well, there's the day, a, well,
0: there's one that comes to mind, but you hate him. Who? Oh. Nolan.
1: Chris
2: yeah, Bell, man, yeah, he's, 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 but what about Oliver Stone? What about
1: it's Oliver Stone? Moment. Moment, you know, uh, Christopher Nolan doesn't make entertaining movies. He makes fucking... He, I don't know. He just does whatever Hollywood tells him to do. Borderline. What about,
2: what about Oliver Stone? Like, Oliver Stone... Has he, be- he, Oliver Stone
1: sucks.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, the only film I like Oliver Stone means is JFK. I want to watch
1: I, that one. I, need- I, I used to get excited about Woody Allen's movies, but... I don't anymore, but I I can't criticize him. It's just he's very old.
0: And you know why I love watching Oliver Stone's JFK? Why? Because it's back and to the left. Back and to the left. Watch it. Back and to the left.
1: You know what? I'm just not interested in, in the JFK thing. It's clear who killed him. It was the mafia. That's it. The story's over. There's no conspiracy. I agree,
0: because think about it. If Lee Harley Oswald was truly a communist uh, uh, agitator, he would have already, been after his murder, been flown to Cuba for, uh, for asylum.
1: Sam Sheen kind of had, had uh, I don't know if it was him or maybe his boss had uh, JFK killed.
0: I do believe that. Yeah. And they just used, uh, I, I believe that heavily. I also think that there was a ploy between the, the, the second shooter we the Mafia guys, and we have Riazza all at the same area.
1: They killed They killed JFK, they killed uh, Bobby, and they killed Marilyn Monroe.
0: What about Senator Wellstone?
1: I don't know. They were going to kill Frank Sinatra, but they decided I not. I didn't know that part.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. But if you watch the Oliver
2: Stone movie Nixon, you see that in the movie Nixon, that Nixon kind of knew that they were going to do that, to, that that idea was presented to him, that they were going to do that.
1: To it's true.
0: Him. It's been confirmed in the Nixon tapes.
1: Yeah. I, I've been watching a lot of uh, documentaries. I watched a bunch of Elvis documentaries.
0: Okay. That's oh, cool.
1: Wow. I want to see that.
0: I've been, I, I'm a, I myself been having a lot of trouble sleeping lately, so I'm watching only Net Geo documentaries about whales.
1: Oh, wow. Mateo's a whale writer. Oh, my God. Yeah. I went to the beach today. It was a beautiful day, and the beach was empty. Which beach? Well, what did you what go beach, to beach be? did you go to? Manhattan Beach in Brooklyn.
0: Oh, Where okay. By Brighton Beach or Coney Island? Where is it? Uh, she said Bay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah.
2: Hold right. on. It's by what? Sheepshead, sheepshead,
0: sheepshead Bay, he that. said.
2: You said base, so like if I wanted to go there and like gay guy revealing bathing suits, would it be like all heterosexual families with little kids? And, yes. Or would it be, like... I would
1: probably ask you to leave. Oh no, <laughs> Kevin, you're fired.
2: There was a guy. He's my lover.
1: <laughs> uh, I, there was a guy there, black guy, like older black guy. And he was listening to doop, and he had one of those speakers on on like a suitcase. Yeah, yeah,
0: suitcase. Yeah,
1: And also of a he gets on the microphone and he goes. I have ice cold Corona and pina colada. I also take Cash App.
0: <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Do you pay him for any of that stuff?
1: No. Yeah, know. Cash App is like black people's Venmo.
0: Yeah, I know. It's also a lot of uh, a lot of like drug dealers prefer over uh, Venmo or uh, a lot of scammers too. Like internet scammers use it.
1: Or also, um... I said, I said, black people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: kevin yeah you, uh, you had something that went intrude on
2: no but also like i met uh, a lady i'm friendly with who works next door to a business i work at she might be an escort but i know that she uses cash app hey kevin i like your beard what'd you say oh yeah thanks i got it on cash app no but like she, she was you look, Canadian. You look, you look like more, you look you look more like a person a beard. I look more like a person with the name, like motherfuckers. It's no, with the beard, you look,
1: you look, you, look a, you look, a little bit more like a, a guy. That's right. Like I can't tell you even can't even tell you're gay.
0: <laughs> I was like, you got that Picasso Picard thing going on with that thing. Oh yeah,
1: because I'm bold. Yeah. I think you're more castable with the beard. I think you're more castable. I really,
0: I do, you. I do think so as well.
1: You can play like a weird psychologist
0: or weird therapist.
2: Oh, yeah, weird. Hey, tell me your problems. Kevin, you ever ever, ever been on SVU? Have I ever been on the what? what? SVU. Yeah, I played a gay rights protester, had that one in the bag, and then I played then I was on it again um, as
1: just a pedestrian in the background. They got a new one now. They got uh, Law and Order Organized Crime.
0: Yeah, I know. I watch it sometimes. I don't like it as much as, uh, as uh, a, a special victims unit. I like special yeah. victims unit just so I can hear Ice-T scream at people.
2: So if Chris. it's organized crime, they're going to take on the Italian characters. Oh my! It's God. mainly
0: Albanian and Russian when you watch it.
2: I you know. God. It's, it's never about Italians. It's,
0: it's not. About-
2: yeah, right. So, it's not going to have, speaking of, like, I'm rewatching The Sopranos, and it's really sad that, like, those actors, we don't see them in anything. They were all, like, really talented people.
0: Yo, for, uh, Frank, I have a question for you. Yeah. I have this uh, monthly show locked in. I'm not going to ever ask to perform on or host it because I already did. But you want to, like, it, uh, just come once. Uh, it's an open event any night you want. It's happening.
1: Where, where, where is it? Manhattan?
0: Manhattan Mulberry Street. I, I was going to just invite you and buy you dinner there.
1: Yeah, I'll come. I'll come watch. Is Greg and Rob going to be on the show?
0: No, I'm going to them July or August one.
1: What show? Who's going to be on the one I'm coming to?
0: Brett Raybold, uh Travis I'm Grant.
1: Not, I'm already, I'm already being coming. recorded. No. I'm, already, I'm not coming to see Brett Raybould.
0: Well, Travis Grant you might like.
1: I don't like Brett Raybould. I'm not coming to see him. Okay, okay,
0: okay, okay.
1: Invite me when you have good people on. Okay, we will do. You should book Andrew Hong's.
0: I actually have before and I plan on doing it again. He's great. Well, I know who he is.
1: He's so good. I think he's one of the most underappreciated. Oh, you know,
0: absolutely. And it's because of how he looks and dresses. It's, but he's so funny.
1: No, I think people just think he's peculiar. But his jokes are the best joke. They're
0: really good jokes.
1: I like that. Like,
0: And like, I tell people he's like, all, I say it all the time. And it's like. Anyway. So Kevin, uh, 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 Kevin, I want to ask you something. Yo, Kevin, a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Um, Your SAG card—is you do it a lot for uh, work or like TV, right?
2: Yeah, um, and if you want to get a SAG card, if you make yourself—I'll say that off camera—but like, if if you make yourself um, a short film and you use a certain quota of SAG people, it makes you SAG eligible. I know.
0: Someone told me that. Yeah, if you No, need- that wasn't where we're going with that. I was saying like because you're SAG, do you like potentially also like do you get more eligibility for TV or film? Like which one is it?
2: Um to be honest with you, when they were the, the, the unions merged. I know. SAG was more for film yeah. and after was more for TV and then they merged so then they take care of both. So like yeah, I I, I do like, you know, I do Background, like yeah. um, yeah.
0: So what background <laughs> work have the movies have you been in? Like
2: right now I'm doing foreground stuff. Right now I'm making my own short films, my own sketches and stuff. Because I started submitting for background work where like, I knew the people that created the show, like certain Comedy Central stuff, people that we know and stuff. So then I was like, oh, forget that now. So now I'm trying to like make short films and go to festivals and stuff like sure.
0: that. So do like...
2: You get, how much
1: do you get paid as a actor when you do background
2: it, it depends. The rates have gone up, but I'll be honest with you: the ones that pay the most are stand-in and photo double. Like if you don't have speaking lines, like SAG background pays well, but like you get certain. How bumps. much? Three hundred. I'm sorry. Repeat that. How much? Per, how
1: much per day?
2: It's um. It might be like one seventy something. I heard like, like
0: ninety more. for some cases. A lot. Yeah, oh,
2: that's, that's
1: uh, non-union. That's non-union. But but,
0: like, like,
2: it might be 170 something. I'm guesstimating now, but like but it
1: depends. like long 10, six, is, that, is that like a, a 12 12 hour shift?
2: Yeah, that's that's a, a straight eight. So whether they use you eight hours or not, they have to pay you that. But like if you're um, if you're working around smoke or fire or you have costume changes, they have to pay you more money for that. How about if you work 12 hours? Uh, Yeah. And then after 12 hours, you get paid more money. I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. But yeah, but some of those, but whereas like we stand in and photo double, like one time I worked on a film set, I had to pick up a bottle of scotch 50 zillion times. And my hands looked like this British guy i would never seen in my life, who was like uh, 55 years old my hands looked like his hands and i never heard of this guy and i looked him up and he had been in like a hundred things i forgot his name but like anyway um so like that 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 paid that pays a better can i
0: take a guess at who it was
2: yeah but i forgot who it, i forgot the anthony hopkins name. no it was like nobody famous
0: oh yeah okay, okay.
2: You, you work with these shows and you're like oh that person works really hard there in a hundred things
0: yeah i got it and so like was- wh- like, you know, do you know any of the titles of movies you've been in background work as?
2: Oh, yeah, but I mean, that was a long time ago. Salt with Angelina Jolie. You don't know Jack with Al Pacino. I got That's some- impressive. Him. Um, uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins with Jimmy. Oh, really? Where, where,
0: where, 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 I like that one. Where you went? Where you, what was your uh, background work?
2: Which one?
0: Mr. Popper's Penguins.
2: Oh, I was somebody in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is it, Rick? We had to do three overnights. We had to do three overnights so at the Guggenheim fil- filming. Um, yeah. Jim Carrey and Angela Lansbury in this scene where they dance, and I was dancing right next to them. And then I was in some other stuff. Yeah. That was like a long time ago. Yeah.
0: And Frank, what was that comment you said about Mr. Popper's Penguins?
1: I said he played a penguin.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's nice. That's. He has a. I got a,
1: uh, I got a Kindle, by the way. Oh really? How do you like it? I haven't used it yet. How do you get the books on there?
0: You have to um, download it in your cloud software, then email uh, it to the Kindle, or you can download it to your computer and then download the book by dragging it to the Kindle connected to the computer.
2: But uh, yeah, speaking speaking of actors, speaking of Happy Pride, speaking of Kindle, I really want to read Sharon Stone's new book. I know that makes me sound gayer than gay. Well, who's she, she,
0: who's that person? Can you? Sharon
2: Stone. She's been promoting her new memoir. I followed her a lot on Instagram, like during the memoir during the the lockdown, because she was speaking out about um, she had family members that almost that did die of COVID, and then others that almost did. Anyway, so she wrote a memoir, but I, I, I want to
1: read it.
3: I
2: okay. Read,
1: well... I finished uh, Willie Nelson's memoir. <laughs>
2: did you, do you like smoke
1: like, weed on the roof of the
0: White House? Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently the current memoir I'm reading is already lying too fat to fish.
1: I read, I read that. I read back to back. I read uh, Waylon Jennings and I read uh, Willie Nelson. So was nice. good? It's really yeah, nice. Now I'm taking all my books and I'm going to sell them to the Strand Bookstore because I got a Kindle. No more books.
0: No, they take oh. up so much space. So much.
1: Plus, well, they uh, they get a lot, they get moldy.
0: Not really <laughs> if, they, if you take good care. of them, like,
1: yeah. Do, get, do you know it's get, a good? They get filled with dust. Yeah, and I know, but have...
0: I, I I don't have that issue because I cover I put all my books that I re I know I will reread in plastic ziplocs. But do y'all have the Kindle
2: on your phone or do you have like? A no, I, I, I use
0: the Apple Book Library app so like take like borrow or rent the book for them for two weeks for a low price. And then like return it, and then like, or I would just buy the book if I really want to keep it, and as an ebook on Apple a tablet or a computer, intersafer, and you don't have, have to download it, app, just on the
1: cloud. I have a Kindle app on my phone, but I have a Kindle, so yeah,
2: yeah. Because like I've I've bought like certain books on my phone, and then I'll try to read it, and I'm like, I keep getting distracted by like, oh, the, you got this Gmail from so and so. When,
0: when you're reading the book on your phone, you um, you download it or keep it on the cloud.
2: Sorry no I downloaded well I It's in my app
1: hold on I have a Kindle app Quentin Tarantino Wrote a book
0: yeah I know Once do you know anything about it I, I just saw the Article yesterday
1: It's not out yet but he wrote it It's called once upon a time in Hollywood
0: He's oh so sequel or Prequel what is it
1: it might be it's this novelization s- of the movie
0: Oh well, okay. he, he wrote it wow that's Really ingenious way of making
1: money It's not a biography or anything You know, they were saying, uh, Willie Nelson was saying in his book, um, you know, when you make an album now, you don't make money from it, but that's okay because it's just advertisement for when you go on the road. So you make your money performing live. Yeah. But but music actually is just free. And he said he doesn't have a problem with that. And I guess I don't either. Like he
2: doesn't have a problem with that because he's already established. But yeah, I mean...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but nobody who was an established is going to sell records anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, now, like back
0: then, like if you really want to support the artist, you'll buy the vinyl. But in general, people are not going to buy it.
1: You know what I did? There's an artist that I listen to a lot. She's in she's an indie indie singer from Austin, Texas. So on on Spotify, I Venmo'd her. No, I I paid. I sent her PayPal twenty dollars. Yeah. Because I figure I listen to her music all the time. So I, I, I paid out her $20. I mean, I'm not going to do it all the time. I did it. Yeah, did no, no. People,
0: people do that. It's a thing people do. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. I, think, I think everybody should do that. If you like somebody and they're an indie artist and you listen to them all the time. Yeah. Just send, send, them, send them
0: $20. Send them a yeah. Patreon or send them whatever. Yeah. You're asking money on or donation wise.
1: You said y'all found her on Spotify. I listen to her a lot on YouTube. What's her name? My name is Courtney Patton. Yeah, I'm going to look her up right Frank, now. Frank, I
0: have a question for you. I got rid of my Spotify about a little more than a year ago. Because no. All the recommendations and new music they were giving me were so obscure. It was just like off-putting to listen to. I,
1: I guess there's like, um, what's the word? They, uh, The algorithm tell will tell the, the, the site what you like. Yeah, yeah I know. Like I, if, I listen to a lot of country music lately. Yeah. So, my YouTube keeps sending me more country music.
0: I know. Yeah. yeah. Makes one sense. Because...
1: Realized, you know, one thing I realized, Kevin, it's like um, Nashville has become more country pop. Yes. And I think the real country music is in Texas, actually. Yeah, it's
2: different because there's like country Western in Texas, which is more like the Cowboys and the right, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm from and, and where, when I was growing up, it was more like whiny and whimpery and crying. But oh, you want to know something? More mainstream, it's mainstream, and it's more like it's different.
1: There's a. It's actually disturbing, but there's a country scene in Brooklyn. I know. And it's, I won't. It's so it.
0: weird. I I've seen it.
1: Support. They dress up. Where like the the rhinestones? Yeah, I know. And I know. They, it's so bizarre. And, and they and there's a place called Skinny Dennis, and it's called on the window. It says honky tonk. First of all, a honky tonk is a is a there's no such thing as a, a place calling itself a honky tonk. A honky tonk is just what people call bars in Texas. So there's a place in in Brooklyn, and they call it a honky tonk, and all these hipsters dress up and sing like Hank Williams. I would never go there. Where is it?
0: Bushwick, Williamsburg? What? Now I want to
2: go there. Now that you're talking about that, but it's probably like wanting to be like that because, like, it was embarrassing when I went to like the real ones downtown. My cousin he got married to this Vietnamese girl, and like her family's very successful. And in my family, we don't have like Jerry Springer type people or like cowboys or crazy shit. We don't have that. And then like we went to downtown and they all came to Nashville and saw all those people and I was like, oh, that's what they think that we're like, but like it was honky tonks because what is it that one guy who won the Celebrity Apprentice, the country singer, his name, he had a song called a honky tonk about some girl's butt and a honky tonk. But it was like certain um, bars where the country people would get their start and would play. Like Dolly Parton back in the day, she would go to the honky tonks and like play and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, they all did. Yeah. They still exist. They still exist. They have them in Tulsa. They have them in Louisiana. They have them in Arkansas. They have them all over Texas. So they still exist. But uh, it, the one in Brooklyn is fucking the That's so stupid. <laughs> I I, fucking, I I I want to blow that place up. That place is <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's stupid. No comedy show there, man. No. Oh, I I would only go there to take a piss on the doorstep.
0: I'm pretty sure people have done that.
1: <laughs> I, I I just hate hipsters. are so fucking corny. I know. It's so corny.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I agree. I'm trying to think. I I, I think I got everything on my bullet points. We'll cut it even in five minutes. Do you have any, any last words you guys want to bring up? But you already have an hour of audio.
1: Uh, how many people listen to this thing?
0: Roughly anywhere between a new episode of like 700 to the most, like a really good one is 2,000.
1: I, That's really incredible. If anybody wants to send me, if anybody wants to tip me on Venmo, it's at Frank Terranova. Yeah. If, 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 I, if I made you laugh. Yeah. Uh, you- Want me money? But yep.
3: Mateo,
2: oh, that's really incredible. You have like that many viewers and stuff like that. Right?
0: It's really interesting. Like I get a lot of viewers and like mail, like not mail, like messages from people saying they love the show. But like I, I encourage people not to donate to the Patreon. Really? Because I feel like if I, if, I, if I encourage my fan base to give me money, it makes an incentive to work harder to put more content. On and I'll eventually half ass because I'm just doing this myself. I don't have a oh, team there, with there me.
1: There are people that go on YouTube and they watch my videos and stuff. So, you know, they, they, they could throw me a couple of dollars. Yeah. Okay.
2: But while I got y'all captive audience, I want to ask y'all about a TV show I'm watching or a series I'm at the in, middle or end of.
0: Sure. Ask us.
2: Um, like, uh, have y'all seen Mare of Easttown? What's no. it about? Who's in it? Like, basically, it's with Kate Winslet, but it takes place in Delco County. In Philly, so it, like right outside Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, so they do this accent, like because
0: like, it, well, it's on Hulu, right?
1: N- no, it's. It, Can I tell you something about Kate Winslet? She's not good at accents. No,
2: but this one is really it's it's a hard accent. Like the people that say, "Oh yeah, let's go get some water. Do you want some?" I
1: mean, whenever, whenever she, whenever she plays an American, I don't believe her.
2: No, but watch this. She does a good job with this accent. But like, I don't know this accent, the Delco County, but like, if you go to Pittsburgh, they're like, which row are you sitting in? Would you like a Pepsi or a cake? I'm going to go home for the weekend and drink water. Like, that's how they kind of talk. And so the accent is kind of similar to that, but it's not as comical. But like her, she's on it. Gene Smart's on it. All these people, it kept uh, guy pierce. It kept coming up in my YouTube feed, like all the interviews and stuff from it. But it seems like a TV show, like y'all would watch. But
1: it's- I, think, I think I think last year was a really good year for movies, but I, this year is bad because this, this bad. year's
0: Sundance list was appalling.
1: Because there's nothing made. There was nothing I know. Made. That's
0: what I'm saying. It's so weird to look at.
1: Well, we're, we're going to be making my movie next June, baby. I know. You're not gonna, doing- I
0: cannot wait for that screening.
1: I,
2: I got the funding. That- so Frank, you're not doing it this June, like right now. No, June? no. June 2022. Why, why are you waiting? Because it's really delightful, and you don't have like planes taken off or anything like.
1: Because there's no, I, I need a, I need to go into, um, I need to go into a nightclub. I need to go into a restaurant. I need. I, I, you know, they're not going to give it to me now. They're not going. Well, like there are
2: certain scenes that you could film from that, like while New York is quieter before, like things open back up, and you have but to.
1: The, the whole the movie takes place in one night, so I need to shoot it within. Yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, um,
0: Frank, it's, 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 uh, one question to end this episode on. Uh-huh. Did you get vaccinated? I'm just curious here. No,
1: no. <laughs> I refuse. Did you get vaccinated, okay. Mateo? No. I'm not getting vaccinated. Okay. Mateo, did you get vaccinated? I got
0: vaxxed. I, I don't really care. Just stick it in me, as they say. I don't,
1: I don't believe that there actually is a coronavirus. How's that? Like, I got vaccinated, and I got sick both
2: times. <laughs> and I think in ways that they didn't tell me I was going to get sick. And it was, like, really crazy. Let
1: I me got- tell you I go on the train. I go on the train every day with no mask. And I always have since this thing started. And I don't have anything.
0: But we already know you got it. You already admitted it on the show. Yeah,
1: because you said that you had it before, Frank. Come on, man. I had it before, but everybody yells at me. You're supposed to wear a mask. I'm like, fuck you. The cops don't tell me to wear a mask. No, the cops you, leave me that's yourself.
0: very true. As of now, legally in New York, you don't have to wear it outside.
1: Let me tell you something. You know what they're doing? They're, they're saying they had an open mic, right? And they go, if you don't, if you have a vaccination, it's free. But if you're not vaccinated, you gotta pay. What the fuck kind of shit is that? They shouldn't let the people
2: in. Like at my other one, one of my gigs, like we have to check the people that come in,
1: and like they have to have both shots, or they're denied. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do open mics ever again. That's fucking. That's such a. I did enough of that shit.
0: But a lot. We all know. We all know. And it like I don't uh, like. It's your choice to quit, and I do. I respect you for it. It's like we get it. But,
2: like, a lot of stand-ups did get it. Because, I mean, there were, like, a, even famous ones. Like, a lot of people got COVID. So they do need to make an effort to, like, make sure that things are better for performers, too, you know?
1: It's amazing to me. There's so many comedians that are doing comedy for 10 years or better. And they're still working day jobs. And and, and, and they still try to get on bar shows. And they still go to open minds. I'm like, why don't they just like admit defeat? You know the writing is on the wall. But even like more
2: famous ones, they don't have the health insurance that we think that they have, or like they some of them get paid a lot of money, but they don't have the the health insurance. And then when they get COVID or something, they have to. It's just crazy. Yeah, you got. I don't
1: know. You have to really love it to do it that long and not make money. I don't love it that much. I don't love it at all. I know, so like, I mean, I, 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 I have self-respect. I'm not gonna do open mics anymore. I'm not gonna do bar shows. Anymore. I, I can't. I can't do it.
0: I know. It's, I, I respect you for your opinion. Yeah,
1: I I, just, I, I don't understand how you do something for ten years and and, and you're not making money. You still do it. Like, uh, you know what? There's a saying: if if you keep doing something and hope for different results, that means you're insane.
0: Yeah. No, I got it. No, I know that's true. Anyway, so I think. About it,
1: I think a lot of our friends in the comedy world are insane.
0: We all know you, that's true.
1: They're just very delusional. They're very delusional.
0: Anyway, yeah. Look at, uh, the, look at
1: the, He's got a curtain. You look like a gay magician.
0: Yeah, you know. He kind of does. Yeah, yeah. You just need to turban.
2: I know. I just did a sex tape with Francesca Terranova. That's uh, the last time I associate myself with a loose woman.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know guys, how to re- I don't know I, how to respond to that.
1: I just finished watching uh, Respect.
0: Respect. Oh, the movie we were all going to go see, but Kevin was out of town for.
1: Kevin, where are you going? I'm fixing my gay curtains so that they're good enough for you. N- nobody's ever going to see this but me and Kev- uh, Mattel.
0: Pretty much, I'm, I wanna... I'm
1: still oh glad God. that we. I'm still glad that I didn't pay sixteen dollars to see that movie. Why is so- it bad? It was really bad. Really? What was so bad about it? Uh, the acting, the writing, the directing. Jennifer Hudson was fine, but Marlon Wayans was doing like an accent, which what, I don't what, know what,
0: why. What, what kind said, of accent?
1: I don't know. He was trying to sound like 1950s Detroit. Like, okay, okay. There's no reason to do that. Just, it it would have been better if he would have just spoke the way he speaks.
0: Exactly. We we I kind of feel that way. I didn't see it. I probably won't now after your criticisms. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I, I, Frank has been a guest uh about every three months or so in his podcast. And we always we always chronologically talked about his advances with his uh, screenplay, Breaking Night. What you told me had a new stuff uh, in about it.
1: Yeah, I got uh, I sent it to the Austin Film Festival, and they gave me some very positive notes. They said they liked it a lot. They didn't, they didn't give me a, you know, you have three ratings, pass, consider, or recommend.
3: Okay. Nobody,
1: ever, nobody ever gets a recommend. Um, Not really. Sometimes they give you a consider, but most people get passed. I got a pass. But they said, you know, Pulp Fiction got a pass. Pass is bad, Kevin. Don't clap. Pass oh, never they,
2: mind. I thought you'd like a comedy club if you
1: get passed. Oh, no, they, it means they, they pass. So it means they pass, you know. Yeah, yeah
0: the next one, yeah.
1: So American Beauty got passed. They passed on American Beauty. They passed on Pulp Fiction. They passed on Scream. So, you know, the thing is, um, they did say good things. What They, they, they criticized the grammar and the punctuation. Well, but, that should uh, be
0: given. That should be given.
1: Yeah, and they said uh, the characters are great. They said the, uh, the, the, the characters are great. The dialogue is great. This, the, it's a very marketable script. It's a very similar story to Destination Wedding with Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. They, they said, uh, the
0: "I never problem, thought that, but now that you said it, it's pretty true." They
1: said, "The only problem is it, it, these kind of movies usually make for a low budget, and the fact that you're using all this music is going to be expensive." And and I knew that, but they said, uh, "Shooting in Coney Island is going to be expensive, but I'm going to shoot it very secretively in Coney Island. I'm going to do, you know, we're going to run through there and do it fast." Um, and they said the dog is going to be expensive. Using a dog.
0: What, what kind of do- dog? What, what, what kind of dog you talking about?
1: why' well, there's a dog in the script.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That could be expensive. Yeah.
1: But I'm mean, just going to borrow somebody's dog. Are you? you no, make- I know,
0: I know that. Yeah, obviously.
1: Are but you? to yeah, good- get a dog to behave.
0: Treat like uh, dog treats.
1: I won't use uh, Mateo's dog because that dog will go crazy. Yeah, I know. Thank What's you. What's that name? Like, Sophie. Sasha. Sasha. What were you gonna say, Kevin? No, um, I thought it was a really funny
2: screenplay. But like, what kind of dog are you trying to use? Like a really expensive breed, or just like a West
1: a West Highland Terrier.
2: But still, I mean, come on! And they can make movies with like big ships and islands and locations. They can make. They their... gave
1: me two two notes that are very constructive. One, they said make the grandmother a little bit more senile because that'll make his responsibilities seem higher. So interesting, I, I added... interesting. yeah. I, I added a couple of I added a thing where they're sitting at the table after she's introduced to the girl. Two minutes later she, she asks who she is again.
0: That's good. You're taking And the-
1: then, he, and he, and then he, he tells her grandma the neighbor told me you keep leaving the the coffee on and forgetting about it. stop doing it. She's like, I'm not doing that because my grandma used to do that all the time.. So that pres- and uh, they also said, you know the girl comes back at the end and a lot of people are gonna a lot of people are gonna say that's hard to accept. But maybe you should make it that not only is she in town to go to the reunion and her aunt's funeral, but she's also in town for a job interview.
0: Interesting. That, that does add a layer of uh, um, like plot point to the script.
1: Because these people do this for a living. This is what they do for a living. They I, I Obviously. And I, the, the last place I used was a terrible place. This place was amazing. I used uh, We Scream by the first time. They were unprofessional. They, they were mean and they were given bad notes, and I got the impression they didn't even read the script. But could, the, could, he,
0: could you repeat what company it was, was because it broke up?
1: Uh, we screenplay.
0: Oh, re- okay, thank you.
1: This time around, I used the Austin Film Festival, and it was perfect. Yeah, but so like have,
0: you you said all the classic films they passed. What are some of the classics they took for like just the reading?
1: They just told me what they passed on.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: But Quentin, Quentin Tarantino has said in, on interviews that he could never get past the readers. He was always getting rejected. He sent in Reservoir Dogs. He sent in True Romance. He sent in Natural Kills, and they all rejected all of them. Yeah, I, I There's
0: rejected. a documentary about him that said that. I remember yeah. that as well.
1: You know, because whenever you do something unconventional, they don't like it.
0: That is true, because so unconven- right. unconventionality does often break the mold, which is not profitable.
1: But Kevin, Kevin is going to appreciate this. Uh, I don't know if you know the, the story about Aretha Franklin. You probably do because you like gossip. Her dad <laughs> her dad was a minister, and he said orgies. And how, Jesus, how do you
2: know that that's fact? Because they said that about MLK and other people, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. he was you know that that's Martin fact. In the movie. Martin Luther King is in the movie. He used to attend the orgies, and Ray Charles said, I used, Ray Charles goes, listen, I'm a freak, but those orgies were crazy because there was guys on guys. Ray Charles couldn't see. What are you talking about? He, he could hear.
0: He could feel.
1: Men have a smell. when you when you when you can't see, you could smell a man.
0: That is very true. Well, you he know doesn't. if you're blind when a homeless guy's next to you.
1: But but it's like uh, also Sam Cooke had sex with her when she was twelve, and he wrote that song "You Send Me" about her.
0: Interesting. Was that in the movie?
1: No, it wasn't in the movie. None of this stuff is in the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was all in the movie. <laughs> Never mind. I'm. Really, I, I I guess I'll look into. I'm not. I I never really uh did a, a, the real my digging in this uh, form of gossip. But I'm de- if there are internet websites, I will definitely read them.
1: But you notice, know there's been so many biopics that every time a, a plot point happens, it's familiar because you've seen it before. Can, that can is I, true.
0: That is true. I feel like. Can,
2: can I interject something? Yeah. Here?
1: Yeah.
0: Please do, Kevin.
2: Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, also they, they had it 4th of July, they had Cynthia Erivo singing on TV cause she's playing Aretha Franklin in some, um, TV series. So I'd like to see both and compare and contrast. Also, I don't know if y'all saw on my social media, I knew this drummer named Roger Hawkins and he's my friend's stepdad. He became my friend and he, he just died recently, but he was one of muscle Shoals swampers muscle show sound and they did oh. He played um, When a Man Loves a Woman. He played um, Brown Sugar with the Rolling Stones. And with Aretha Franklin, he, he played Think and Respect. They made a movie- Did he play with Adam James?
1: Sorry? Did he play with Eddie James?
2: No, he didn't. He had an interview with Tina Turner, but they, they didn't go further.
1: You know, Muscle Shows is one of the best recording studios in the whole country.
2: Yeah, they did a documentary about it, but it was like really cool that I knew this guy. Anyway, he had stories about Aretha Franklin and somebody there like made a pass at her and her husband didn't like it. Something about that.
1: Yeah, that's in the movie. That's in the movie. But I
2: don't, the guy that I know, Roger Hawkins, I don't think he's a character in the Aretha Franklin, either
1: one, but I, I would still like to see. You know what? I was disappointed. There's no, there was no Carol King character. No, Wait, like
0: no- a, well, you re- broke up. Repeat that one more time.
1: There was no Carol King character. Nobody played Carol King. Well, I didn't know she was
2: significant to Aretha. Oh, yeah. yeah wrote, because she wrote, she wrote, you make me feel like a natural woman. Yeah, she wrote
1: that. That's right. Mark, Mark, Mark Maron played Jerry Wexler. Oh, really? He did? Yeah, he's getting a lot of parts.
0: Yeah, he is.
1: He's in, He was in The Joker.
0: Yeah. He was in he another was thing like, right after oh, that, too. Yeah,
1: because he he's always the,
2: like, yeah, let me interrupt people. I'm not on drugs. I used to be on drugs. I interrupt people all the time. That's what he
1: does. Like I time. have to say, his podcast is great. It is. It is. It's very good. I, I think it's the best one. I I think it's better than Joe Rogan.
0: I agree. Uh, there are podcasts are really successful in that ballpark. I respect more than Joe Rogan have lesser re- 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 fan base.
1: Joe Rogan doesn't hold a, a, a fluid conversation. It's all over no. It's
0: all segmented. It's also fucking too long. It's always six hours.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I saw the one with
2: Roseanne where she smoked like ten cigarettes, and she. Yeah, I know
0: who didn't see that one.
1: <laughs> I don't know why uh, uh, a lot of people on the left have been very critical of Joe Rogan. I don't know why he's a liberal. He's he's
0: technically is a Democrat, but it's not. It's he does a lot of nuance to the right. I don't care for him not because of that. I don't care for him for other reasons.
1: You know, liberals are never happy. They're never happy. You have, you have to be like super, 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 super liberal in every way. If you're even remotely a centrist or you have any conservative opinion about any single issue, they hate you.
0: Yeah. The same can be said about certain aspects of the Republican Party, but like I don't want to get into I, this territory.
1: Yeah. We saw my, those before. Yeah. My political views are very polarizing because I'm so uh, know. I'm socially conservative, but I'm fiscally liberal. Yeah. I, what, re, no, Republican, Republicans hate me because I'm fiscally liberal, and liberals hate me because I'm socially conservative. So,
0: There's always one option you could probably go with the Libertarian Party.
1: I just don't go with it. My option is to not vote.
0: True. That's, that's what you've been doing for so long, and might as well stick to that.
1: <laughs> I just got approved for another year of food stamps. Thank God. Oh, good. Yeah, one more year. I just got my paperwork.
0: Good. Good. No, it's, I know you need that I, shit.
1: One of my clients is buying a puppy. So that makes me Thank money. God. Yeah, that's good. It, that's good. good. And I'm taking the exam for a court officer on September 7th.
0: That's good. That's good for I I didn't think you're going to fall through with that, but you are. That's good. They, a they, court officer.
1: They, they the, the the people, you know like when you when you're in the courtroom and they go, "Alright, everybody shut off their phones." So I'm, I, I, you know the guy who <laughs> got the guy who goes stop stop talking. The guy who walks around and goes stop talking. That guy.
2: So like yeah, the the people on Judge Judy like when they announce the case and then the guy
1: gives her yeah. the case. The, the people go okay, we're about to start. Here is the judge. That that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they make eighty thousand.
0: I know, that could be a very humorous job for you.
1: I heard it's boring, but that's okay. The money's good.
0: Well, and you get
2: it, a lot. Of is, is it real stressful? I didn't know it got. I didn't know it paid that much.
1: It's not stressful at all.
0: It's not. I know. I I have a relative who does it, and uh, another relative who's um. What do we call those things? The people who take the notes on a typewriter for the courtroom. Stenographer. Yeah, I have an uncle who does that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's stressful? Uh, corrections officers stressful.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, my
2: dad worked in the prison system. That that uh, prison where they filmed the Green Mile, that movie The Green Mile, and Ernest Goes to Jail and that Robert Redford movie in a prison. My dad worked in that prison when it was a prison. He was a teacher though, he was not a prisoner.
1: I plan I plan to visit no, Nashville soon. Was it like- what? I, I plan to visit Nashville.
0: Oh Nashville. Oh yeah, okay. What do you think you do? Like Christmas, spring break?
1: Either, I'm going to go during the down season. I'm either going to go December or February.
0: That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that winter down break. Yeah, that should be good.
1: Yeah, I want to some, I, I wanna go to some music open mics.
0: <laughs> yeah, go uh, to the- that would be entertaining because uh, Frank has sent me quite a few of his demos which I'll refuse to let anyone else hear as I promised them.
1: I uh I I wrote 23 songs so far.
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: you should use them as a soundtrack for your movie, and then you don't have to no, the, the, my songs are um, like uh, acoustic pop.
0: Yeah, they the are. Movie
1: has own music. I you know. I don't want to use my music in my movies. Plus, it's it's my mo- I, If I compared myself to anybody, I would compare myself to Daniel Johnson.
0: Daniel John, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty because much, he- yeah.
1: He was out of key, and he, you know, he wasn't that good. And I, I'm not, I'm not a good guitar player. I'm a better songwriter than. I'm not a good singer or a good guitar player, but I'm a good songwriter.
0: It is true, people. I've heard his demos quite a bit.
1: I just wrote a new song called "Goodbye, Mr. Canarsie.
0: Good, good. Send it to me later. Okay.
1: The last <laughs> one, the last one I did, uh, I did on, uh, I did a video.
0: Yeah, I know. And then I went on.
1: I went. I posted it by on my Facebook, and then I would. I was bad mouthing a, a, a comic that was went to Just for Last, and they were like, well, "You shouldn't be criticized." And I heard. I saw your song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: goodness! <laughs> that's, that's that's so I, I,
1: took, I took it down right away. Yeah, I.
0: I was like, I know you usually delete stuff, but there. I feel like there's a reason to this one. Well, and now I know.
1: know. <laughs> Anyway. Kevin's the only Kevin's the only gay comic that isn't past. Past what? In a good way or bad way? All the gay comics are past.
2: Past where? Clubs. clubs. I'm trying to get past. You know who's funny? talk to the people. Yeah.
1: Oh, go to the stand. You should get past there. they passed uh Oscar. Oscar
2: who? Because I went and talked to the guy. I went and talked to him like two weeks ago. What'd he say? He was like, he didn't know who I was. I was like, yeah, I've been in stand-up for over 10 years. I was like, I got two shows right now, IGTV shows going into season two. I know the names of the people that I mentioned that are there. And so, but one guy was like giving me a hard time who like wasn't even...
1: It it helps if you have somebody to recommend you.
2: Yeah, because they gave me this generic email. I I don't want to talk about it on a podcast because...
0: I, I know. I think it's pretty funny. I might just leave it in for this one for, time. For the
1: first time, say, for the first time in your life, you're saying something something interesting, and now you don't want to talk about it.
0: I don't
2: know, but yeah. So yeah. So they gave me a general email, but
1: you know, we'll see. We'll see how things. Well, it's best. Well, it's best if you get somebody to recommend you first. Do you know anybody that likes you besides me and Mateo?
2: Yeah, but if I name the names of them on the podcast, everybody's gonna contact.
1: Them. Oh, god! You're such a pussy. You're turning into a pussy. You're turning into one of these pussies. Like Francesca Terranova. Everybody's you know, such a. I'll pussies. tell y'all. I'll
2: tell y'all one on one.
1: That's why I stopped doing my podcast. Every time I used to ask people to come on, they're like, "Oh, I can't. I have a job." I'm like, and then some people used to come on and go, "Oh, can you delete what I said about that person? Can you delete?" I'm like, "I'm not going through the fucking thing and editing little words out." Right. So, right. But they, <laughs> told me, they
2: told me at to the stand that they're not passing as many people as people
1: claim. That's what they yeah. told me. Everybody's so gay. Everybody, I, I don't mean gay like the way you're gay. I mean gay in my oh, I, I know it's how
0: gay. you mean it. How come,
2: yeah. how come yeah. I wouldn't have it there? Because a lot of people, like I really liked Robin Williams and Jim Carrey and Eddie Murphy and I like their style. But now a lot of people are turned off by that because they want, I mean, obviously it has to be timed, a beginning, a middle, and an end. But there are certain things... Remember when
1: Kevin used to go up at the creek in the cave and he used to do uh, street streetcar. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember doing Yeah, with the wigs and shit. I never did street
0: car he, used do a whole, he used to do a whole scene. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, yeah, I did
2: scenes of different things. One time I did a gay guy hairdresser because somebody yeah. told me I was too gay to play a, a closeted gay person. So I was like, this is a character who's gayer than me. And
1: I did a really gay guy hairdresser. And then I did this a fashion is, designer is, too. Where, where is everybody hanging out these days? Is there a hangout?
0: Yeah, Tiny Cupboard, Eastfield Comedy Club, uh, Old Man Hustle, Brooklyn, and Lower East Side. Are
1: those the kind of places where you can hang out? Yeah. But is there a room where you could like, be away? Because the thing about the creek that was great was you can go out of the room and you don't have to, be, you could talk, you know what I mean? Right. Tiny cover was-
0: sort of has aspects like that, but so yeah. far.
1: I heard I heard nothing but bad things about that place.
0: It's pretty accurate what what you're hearing, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Who's, is, is, it, is everybody from the old days still doing comedy?
0: Oh, yeah. A ton of people are, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Hold on, so Mateo, this is where this is where you're hosting. This is a different
0: place. What, what do you mean I'm hosting? What are you talking about?
2: You said everybody's there.
0: No, just like what he's mean. Like uh, comics used to hang at the creek. They're hanging out at the four places I mentioned, and he. Uh, what,
1: what about the one in Astoria?
0: QED. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that that works. You can go there if you want. I
1: don't know. You know, you back in town. Who? Jonami.
0: Oh, oh yeah, wow. I, I saw him recently. Yeah.
2: I thought I didn't know he left town. See, yeah, some people gone. just
1: left and then they didn't come back. Yeah, I, how's, have you seen Davidson Boswell? No. How about Greg Warner? No. I haven't seen anybody. The only, the only person I run into—I tell you who I run into—I run into Dom Lee and Ellie all the time. Yeah. Uh, who else? That's it. That's about it. Just Dom Lee and Ellie. <laughs> he's like the main one I run into. So, Mateo, which,
2: which Eastville location is it that everybody's going to? Because the one in the East Village, I thought, now they, they have...
0: Moved. Like, they moved to uh, uh, Barclay, by the Barclay Center.
2: In Brooklyn? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I need to check that out then.
1: Yeah, I want to go to, I want to go to Nashville. I'm excited
2: to go there. Nashville, like, now they made it, it's like the bridesmaid party capital of America. So it got, like, too crazy, too fast.
1: But like it could be, right so no. Is it is it hard to get food stamps and stuff there? Is it, how are the benefits in, in Nashville?
2: I've never used them, but from what I hear, like you have to make less there than here. Like they're real restricted. What what if what if you
1: make nothing? Will they give them Like
2: you? I think you have to be like evicted from your house and stuff like that.
1: Like there, it's real strict. Oh, forget New York is so easy. I know. So they, they didn't even ask for an interview. They didn't even talk to me. Then not then They just gave it to me.
2: It's pretty if accurate. You're, if you're recertifying, that's different. But like, if you,
1: I don't know, because this when is I started the first start time, time. When I started, heard the first time they didn't even talk to me because of COVID. Yeah, I know. Most departments. COVID is never gonna go away. I hate to be a negative Nelly, but it's never gonna go away. There's always gonna be a new variant. And
0: uh, no, I, I'm already I'm already in that school of thought. I already think so anyway.
1: So I I, I, I really believe that this is anti-America and I think that people from Asian countries and people that are our competitors are putting this stuff into the world to, to shut down our economy. That's what okay, I believe. I want
2: to ask a question, because you know how like the flu, like we have to get our flu shot every year and a lot of people yeah. want to
1: get it because they're they're like, already saying it. Yeah, they're already saying that you have to get it every year now.
2: Right, well, no, but a lot of people wouldn't get the flu shot because it's based on last year's flu strain, which is why right. you can, long story short, when we had the flu and it killed all those people, Spanish flu 1918, was that time, the first time we had the flu in this country?
0: No.
1: Okay. I, have, but, I, have, I, I the flu and we have I'm, it I'm unvaccinated, completely unvaccinated.
0: Oh no, you are and you're proud of it. Which
1: I'm not getting a vaccine. I'm not I
0: know, it. I know, I know. We discussed this. I, did, I just feel like there's just nothing really to, to be said about getting it or getting it is people's choice. I'm like, I, I just such a downer well, of a subject.
1: It's not. It's <laughs> not I know, know Mattel doesn't like to talk about it, but the reason I'm not getting it is not for any political reason. The reason I'm not getting it is two reasons. Number one, it's not approved by the Food and Drug Administration.
0: It j- it actually, is- yesterday it was.
1: Okay, only Pfizer, not Moderna. Correct. So you can only get the first one, you can't get the second one. Secondly, it's been proven to cause autism.
0: Which journal or organization? I haven't seen that one. Which one said it?
1: Vaccines in general are proven to cause autism. That's an old wives' tale, but you know what's going on in the
2: South Right. right now? People are taking horse dewormer because they won't get vaccinated.
0: Yeah, I heard about about that That is is funny to me
2: People are taking COVID And they're taking these horse to warmers To like diuretic like a horse And that's how they're getting rid of their COVID Uh, I
1: I saw a comedian I saw Jimmy Dore The comedian Jimmy Dore was on Joe Rogan And he said he got the Moderna And he got a stiff neck and it still hasn't gone away
0: Interesting There's a lot of side effects No, of course there are They're always going to be
1: But they're they're long-term side effects
0: Yeah, I know we have to, yeah, pretty much. For every vitamin or vaccine or pill, there's always going to be you side
1: know, effects. If if I was like working in an office or if I was like working in crowds or clubs or restaurants, I would get the vaccine because then I would do it because I don't want to hurt other people. But I'm I am i am a very desolate person. I walk on the upper east side. Nobody's there. I walk the dogs. I come home. I I sit in my room. I write songs. Why do I need to be vaccinated? What my guitar is going to catch the vaccine? No, I,
0: I absolutely get why you're doing it. I, I don't know. I just I'm t- vaccinated, and I'm glad.
1: Now you got to get the aid shot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dot dot. I got your mama's cootie shot. Uh. Kevin, don't you miss Nashville? No, um, but I think if somebody's not from there, like you would go down there and you would like it. You know, you would. What, check what,
1: out. what, what neighbor? What neighborhood did you grow up in?
2: You're gonna love this. I grew up in a neighborhood called Bellevue. Bellevue, it's just a neighborhood in New York, in Nashville, in New York. It's a mental hospital. But you, know, is what I heard nice? Nice?
1: you know what? You know where I heard is nice? Uh, Franklin. Franklin is.
2: I used to work at a day spa. I booked all the Brazilian waxes there at the day spa in Franklin. Well,
1: you, did, away, them, or, I... wait, 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 you
0: did them or you booked them?
2: No, if I did them, I'd get arrested. Ah, no. Um, I, but I just movie. read.
1: I just finished reading Tammy Wynette's biography.
2: Oh, my friend was related to Tammy Wynette. It was oh, like right. her great aunt and her mom. My friend, Nicole, she didn't really know her great aunt, but her mom was like real yeah. devastated when Tammy
1: died. was
0: yeah. yeah, so Frank, you continue yeah, with the she biography. Was very tragic.
1: Tammy Wynette?
0: Yeah, you continue with the biography about yeah, it. You know
1: when she, she, she married Every time she got married, the guy treated her bad. But the last guy she got married really treated her bad. He took he inherited her estate, and her kids were bro- didn't get any money. And one of her daughter, one of her daughters, is working as a house cleaner. Can you imagine, Tammy Wynette? You have to imagine. Tammy Wynette is is a superstar. She's like as big as the Ruthie Franklin. She's the first lady of country music, and yeah. she has a daughter that <laughs> that's cleaning houses. That's insanity. That's insane.
0: Yeah, I know. Just That's why finish. you gotta
1: be on top of you. You gotta stay on top of your money. That's why I re- I respect Taylor Swift because she left her record company and she bought. She owns all her records now. She and she's re-recording. She doesn't okay. want to get.
2: Have you all noticed the epidemic in stand-up comedy where I've seen at least like five dudes that claim that they went to high school with Taylor Swift, and yeah, the, they were the, all from like different places. Like, there's a lot of people that are telling that story.
1: Well, she didn't go to high school in Pennsylvania. She went to junior high school in Pennsylvania. But you want to know something? They were so mean to her in junior high school because she was always in the newspaper for singing and then all the kids were jealous. Plus, she was really tall and goofy. So she had to sit in the cafeteria by herself. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And then, and then she moved to Nashville and she was a freshman in Nashville. So anybody who says they went to high school with her is lying. So she didn't go to high school in Pennsylvania. She went to high school in Nashville.
2: And and The Rock, he also claims he went to high school in Nashville at one point in the 80s, but I don't know anybody who knew him. But one of my teachers, she went to high school with Oprah when Oprah was in high
1: I can't tell Taylor Swift, her parents are amazing because when she was a little girl she said, I want to go, she saw behind the music on on VH1 of of Faith Hill, and she said Ma, I want to go to Nashville She said Ma, I want to go to Nashville So the father transferred from from Philadelphia to Nashville, they sold the house. They moved to Nashville just so she could pursue country music.
2: So she's probably independently wealthy, and she's not telling you that part. We threw snowballs at Faith Hill's house, but that right. must have been before Taylor Swift
1: lived there. Yeah, you lucky, you lucky uh, Tim McGraw didn't come out and kick your ass.
2: No, no, his 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 manager was real hostile because his 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 manager would call when I worked at the day spa in Franklin.
1: Yeah. I was like, "Who is this hostile guy on the phone? What's up with you?" Oh, you, you, ever- you know who lives in Franklin, by the way. That was his name. First of all, Hannah Montana lives in, in Franklin. Interesting. Also, George George Jones has—he was—he well, he's dead, but when he was alive, he lived in Franklin. And Six from Blossom, Jenna Von Oy, who plays Six. You really keep
2: tabs on Franklin.
1: She lives in. That's why I, I figured Franklin is a good neighborhood.
2: when i worked at the day spa very quickly when i worked at the day spa um this guy claimed that he cut billy ray cyrus's hair and and i i I talked to tish cyrus on the phone that's uh hannah montana's mom long story short he was like yeah billy ray cyrus is famous for that mullet i cut that off 20 years ago (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) who says that like who says that
0: anyway I think I'm going just cut it. What do you guys want to plug anything, Frank and Kevin?
1: I do, but I want Frank to go first. Okay. Yeah, my, my Instagram, I haven't posted anything yet, but I got a music Instagram. Uh, I am handsome Frank.
0: Beautiful. All of that. And uh, Kevin, your turn. Frank got that
2: nice tan meant to say that. Um, so yeah, I'm baby boy Brown on Facebook. Um, instagram and i'm going into season two is premiering soon baby boy brown baby boy brown you gotta change that name i know
0: you really got it that's i always look at it like this is weird even for kevin
2: so anyway um so i and then i'm 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 premiering season two of uh pop culture heaven with kevin soon and then i'm about to film mateo and i talked about this i'm about to film. Uh, season two of uh, Sit Down with Stand-Ups. So from
0: oh, oh. season one, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that is- you know, I-, I was think- thinking about doing this because I thought it'd be very funny having two very polarizing people around roughly the same age on the same episode. And I ran into Mike, uh, um, I think it was last Saturday in 9-11 and we're at, uh, a show was 9-11 themed. You were in the audience. Could you tell how pissed off the people are that I walked out? Uh,
4: well, they—you were the first comic, yeah—and they—they—they had paid to get in, so they walked out after. I think before you were done.
1: Yeah, they—they paid money to see comedy show, and Mateo goes up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Hey, Mike. You know what joke I always think of that you did? Remember that joke about the conservative pizzeria and the liberal pizzeria and you took the fetus and you slammed it on the counter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I, Mike told that joke in Brooklyn one time. I was the only one laughing, but I was laughing so hard. It was like I was laughing for 10 people.
4: Yeah, no, well, Frank, it's, it's interesting because I, I never get laughs with that joke. And I, I appreciate it because I, I think it's a great joke. And yeah, it's fantastic.
1: I appreciate you laughing, man. Thank you. You know, we're, we're living during the worst time in the world to be a comedian. Yes, right now.
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: There's never been a worse time to be a comedian than right now. Yes, yes I would agree with that. You can't say anything. I thought like six, seven years ago, I thought that was bad. That was a pleasure compared to now. <laughs>
0: I can agree to that. Being pretty young, and I, I still agree. They, were,
1: they weren't can, they weren't canceling people six years ago. No, it was in said- the beginning, and the,
0: I remember the first article came out about someone getting canceled it was like 2007, it was Chris, not Chris Rock. It was a not before, it was a Kid Rock bitching about being like canceled at Rutgers University.
1: Oh, yeah. I understand. I understand canceling a rapist or canceling
0: somebody
1: who's doing something wrong, but somebody who makes a joke. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And a
4: lot of people uh, are not offended by the stuff. They're not offended by the jokes. The comedians, they're punishing the audiences who who are not offended by that stuff. Right.
0: Mike, I want to know, how would you describe your style of comedy? Because it's very original.
4: Uh, I I enjoy what I do it's it's enjoyable. I, I can't I don't know how to describe it. But. You know I
1: saw I saw Mike the first time I saw Mike was at Broadway Comedy Club 8 years ago. No, actually, excuse me. I saw Mike at Broadway Comedy Club 10 years ago.
0: Okay. It
1: was Kate Wolf and Emma Wilman's Mike which oh was which was a very fun open mic. Do you remember that one Mike with Kate Wolf and 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 emma willman i
4: i was it downstairs or upstairs there
1: upstairs upstairs i don't remember that oh my god oh, we've been to so many they all blend in but uh <laughs> jerry sandusky was a jerry sandusky was like a new topic and and mike was like sympathizing me because i feel i feel sorry for him <laughs> and I, I was dying i never i couldn't believe somebody said that but yes. it was and, and you know who you reminded me of a little bit the first time I saw you? I, the, the comedian that you remind me of the most, o- only because of like your explosiveness, is uh, Sam Kinison.
0: Yeah, oh. I can see that. Yeah, yeah.
1: You yeah, know, I'm, I don't know if anybody's ever made the comparison. You're, you're different, but I I a little bit. You're a little bit like him.
4: Oh, that's, that's very nice, man. That's a great compa- I love Sam Kinison, so thank you.
1: Just as an like, example, uh, I'm going to roll a
0: clip of Mike Kramer's set.
5: Give a little more. Very funny, dude. Michael Kramer, yo, Michael Kramer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I studied German in high school just in case. You never know, man. Bell Bottoms ain't come back, right? You know? Right. I mean... Not a good Jew like though, I, I never I never was bar mitzvahed, I don't go to synagogue, I don't celebrate the holidays. The one thing I do that Jews do, I control the banks, that's me. I'm the fucking guy that controls the banks. I'm the one. And they listen to me, I'm like, hey, don't ever let my checking account go over $33, okay? And they listen. They're Okay, no problem, sir. I control Hollywood too. Control. I'm the Jew. I told Scorsese, don't ever put me in one of your movies, okay? And you fucking listen to me. Don't ever put me in a fucking movie, Marty. Or I don't want to be your mo- I don't care what the Nero says. Don't put me in a fucking movie, alright? I don't give a fuck if De Niro wants to fight me in a raging bull. i You say, no, you're not getting old, Mike. Says, yeah. People tell me uh, I look good for my age. Which, uh, that's not really a compliment. <laughs> right? A compliment is, you look good, then shut your fucking mouth! You look good for your age, right? Doesn't mean anything. No women are knocking on my door to have sex with me, okay? Because I look good for my age. Right, look at the Grand Canyon, right? Grand Canyon, 15 million years old, right? Looks great for its age. Nobody wants to fuck the Grand Canyon, okay? They're all younger Canyons, you know what I mean? they like Bryce Canyon Tog, only seven million years old, they Bryce oh, oh, save me somebody, save me! <laughs> Ah, man, I heard a 25-year-old say that uh, he was panicking because uh, he found the gray hair in his beard and he uh, thinks he's getting old. I'm like, dude, I'm at the age. I found freaking gray hairs in my urine now. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm to die soon. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, man. This guy's like, oh, my God, I'm panicking. I'm panicking, I'm panicking. I found it great. Just take a tweezer and pluck it out, alright? And you're young again, okay? Use the same fucking tweezer you masturbating with, okay? <laughs> it's a dick joke, folks. It's a small dick joke. it's a tiny dick joke. <laughs> Get down, man. Get down. <laughs> Uh, I man, he's 25, he's panicking because he found the gray hair in his beard. Really? Really? You know what I found? I found the brochure in my mailbox from a cemetery. That's what I found. <laughs> for a 25-year-old, that's junk mail, right? For me, I got to read this stuff. Like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> no, it says. It says? I got to start preparing for my future. What? go to a funeral home, ask him I can borrow a coffin and go like this for 12 rounds. I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. Alright. I joined a dating website for people uh, who are like 50 and over. It's called, did you find someone yet, you fucking loser? (laughs) (laughs) Dot com, dot com, I forgot the dot com. (laughs) Actually, it's called, it's called Our Time. Our time. I'm not, I don't think they finished the name of the website. I think they made the call. Our time's almost stopped, you know? Right? I got a message from a 70-year-old woman. She's like, you know what? I don't want to date you, but you think you go to the pharmacy and get pick up my arthritis medicine? She goes, you look good for your age. I thought you got a young legs. you know? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Folks, you've been a great guy. Thank you very much. Come on here for Michael
1: Kramer. We're back. But like I, I when you used to come in, I mean, if, if ever would there was a guy that you would call a comedian's comedian, it's Mike Kramer, because when he would come into Tino's open mic, and he would just like it, it was almost like a a, a a it was like a show. Yeah. Like, he would go up there and like the comics were like literally falling off their chairs like it, I, I i never saw anything like it
4: thanks frank you know it's uh i appreciate it and and uh i i just wish audiences reacted to me like that too you know that's yeah,
1: they do they do sometimes they don't sometimes they do cuz you, what you're doing is very sophisticated you're doing like a character and it's it's not traditional hey you come here often it's it's like a, it's a theatrical performance it's it's, yeah. a, it's i would know, agree it, and, th- and it, it's not just people like me and Mike who are a little abrasive. Like even a guy like Andrew Casatano, who's doing something different. Sometimes people don't don't get it. Sometimes people don't get it, and he's not offensive. But sometimes people just are like, "What's he doing?" Well, they yeah. don't get it. Yeah, he's tapping a foot and like <laughs> they're like you know. But the comedians love it. Comedians love it. Yeah. Because so- we understand. We understand. We're more sophisticated than than the people who go to a, a club on a, on a Friday night.
4: Yeah. But, uh, what's it, I saw, what's his name? Uh, Phil 987 was in that same yeah, show.
0: Yeah, he was, he was in the show last, uh, last 9-11. Well, not the pr- most previous one. Yeah. Are you,
1: are you trying to get canceled? <laughs>
4: <laughs> he, uh, he, he said, uh, you know, he said the N word in his act. And yeah, I know. The the place I mean it wasn't just
1: quiet, it was beyond quiet. Was I told him I told him to stop saying the N-word. I said, listen, Phil, it's not funny. It's just not it's not gonna work. And don't you wanna have a successful set? I used yeah. to say it. I don't say it anymore. It doesn't work anymore. That's it. It's done. Yeah, it's right. antimatter. He he just doesn't yeah. listen. He Ever. doesn't he you know, sometimes Phil will ask me for advice and then he doesn't take it. And I get I get frustrated with him.
4: And, yeah, and you know, this is right. I mean, his, his act is really abrasive, but it's 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 uh, it's funny and it's 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 manageable before yeah. he starts
1: doing that stuff. He's you know, a pre- good he's a good writer and he's very smart. He understands what he understands the science of writing a joke. Oh yeah, but but he's so much like he just.
4: He goes over the edge, man. He goes way over
1: the edge.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Colin said uh, Colin said he, he goes to the edge, and then he gets to where, where people are at the edge, and then he just crosses over it. Yep. So yeah. 987 goes, like, way, way really. over. He, Mike, I want
0: to ask you, what, is, what are some of the interesting, most memorable stories you have of being a professional clown?
4: Oh my God! I honestly, uh, I uh, there's honestly not a lot to be to be perfectly honest. Uh, The very, uh, I've never had hassles. Um, I've done a lot of train performing as a clown, like I go on the trains and stuff. Okay, um, which has been interesting. I mean, I got written up in the Daily News and uh, for doing that, and uh, but honestly, it's not. It's not that interesting. interesting. Um, I
1: love when you do jokes about it. <laughs> I you're telling you were like, yeah, I was on the train, dressed as a clown, and some kids say, "Hey, clown, suck my dick." <laughs> 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 I'm just picturing you. I'm picturing you sitting there with your crazy Cosmo outfit, and some like like Puerto Rican kid saying that to you. It's so funny to me. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I have to. I have to be careful. You know, they're allowed to say that. I can't say. You know, I have to be careful because yeah. I'm in. A, uh, you know, clowns have a very bad reputation. Oh, I know,
0: like priests.
4: Like priests, absolutely. Yeah. So I try to enhance it. I try to not react to stuff.
1: And
0: yeah, it's good. It's good that you're on your game. did,
1: you think, did, you, did the movie? Did the movie It hurt your business? Yes. Yes. I figured it would.
4: I hear it all the time. Like, are you a scary clown? Are you it? Uh, not my, you know, my, my clown persona is much different than my
1: standup persona. I, I, in- I, I grew up on Bozo. Okay. Oh. Mike, we're old. We're, we remember Bozo when he was on TV at three o'clock. I, I, I grew up thinking clowns were positive.
4: Yeah. Well, Bozo was. Bozo yeah. was.
1: I, yeah. I love Bozo. He would come out, he would do comedy like, and, and then he would introduce cartoons.
0: Yeah, you like do- crusty the clown,
1: like a well, crusty bozo. I know bozo. Was, I to, I got dressed up as bozo for Halloween, in 1973. Wow, I was like 1973. What the fuck is
0: that? No, I hey, know. I, was, I know it's a far away I time period.
4: When I was a kid, I was on Bozo's show. So, oh really? I
0: was, Tell us yeah? how did you get that?
4: I don't know. My my brother, sister, and I we all had bright red hair, and I think they they I don't know they just liked us and they put us in the studio audience and. I don't remember it. My brother and sister remember it, but I used
1: to want to go to Wonderama so bad. Oh my God! Yeah, Wonderama. Wonderama was great. And then years later, Mario Cantone took over.
4: He, I didn't know he took over that. Yeah, took,
1: he, he took oh. over in, in, in like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was, like you know, he's very he's very flamboyantly gay. And when I was young, I knew who gay I knew what gay people were because I had a gay uncle. And I was watching that show. I was like, "Why did they have a gay guy with the kids?" I thought it was weird.
0: <laughs> uh, may- maybe in that time period, I don't know.
1: In the think- '90s, you know, yeah, it was starting to be a little looser. Yeah, no, to, you know, yeah. Not like now. Now it ain't enough to be gay. Now you got to cut off your fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough to be gay now. Now you got to be like a blind trans midget. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, you do. It's getting hard to be a white guy these days. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, thank God. T- <laughs> t- tell me about it.
1: <laughs> you're, you're, not white. Well, you're a diversity candidate.
0: Yeah, I am.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm, should- I'm starting to get the, uh, like, because I'm old. I'm, I'm getting, like, uh, like I'm not being asked to do shows and stuff. And I think it's because of my age, you know. I, think, I really believe that. Like, it's, oh, really yeah, got-
1: yeah. You know, when I started, I was 44, but I looked younger so I blend it in, but now I'm, I'm I'm on the other side of fifty now. So I, you know, that you know, people yeah, smell. Yeah.
4: they they do. They, they like where they're summer. Yeah. You know,
1: I, when I started and I saw guys like you and Mick the I mean, you guys were my favorite comedians. I was like, I didn't see anybody young that I liked. Everybody I liked was older, like you and Mick the Like you guys are my favorite comedians. When I, I started. can think
0: of quite a few guys in your around your age who are pretty. Mm.
1: Uh, no, I mean, guys, I just mentioned like Mike Crane or Mick Defoe, those guys have put wipe the floor with the whole scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Anyway, In
1: fact, every young kid will go over to Mick Defoe and ask for advice and ask him to help. Can you help me with a joke I'm working on? He was like a doctor.
0: Yeah. Wait, like a doctor. medical doctor or like
1: a yeah, joke doctor.
0: Okay, joke doctor.
1: He's a really smart, he's really good. He's just a really genius uh, joke writer.
0: That's yeah. good. He's still yeah. alive at all, or?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's.
0: Alive.
4: He started doing like uh, TV and stuff too. He, got into- he went
1: through, that guy did a lot. I mean, he he was a boxer. He was a drug addict. He's been through a lot.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow.
4: Wow. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the good things about being an older comic is, uh, you know, we've been through stuff and yeah. and you know we I love watching older comedians up there who are ranting about their life and. There's
1: really no genius young people. There really isn't. I mean, the best comics are over 40, 45, 50 years old. Bill Burr, Sebastian Maniscalco, all the best comedians are old. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it it, takes time to get there.
1: There's no genius 28 years old. There's no 28-year-old genius.
4: No, I just roasted. I did a roast battle against a 20-year-old comedian. And I'm like, what what do they have? They have nothing to talk about.
1: No.
0: What what
4: was this? This was uh, like three weeks ago.
0: Who was um, it? I'm just curious. know. Who
4: was? You said who was it?
0: Yeah. Well, show? Was it Comedy Fight Club or uh, or uh, Roast Beef? Oh,
4: uh, Comedy Fight Club. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: yeah I can. I can uh, it doesn't make. It doesn't even matter who it is, but um, I can Mike see what your you're talking about. It.
1: Mike is an original. You know why? He was one of the first comedians to get canceled.
0: <laughs> I, t- I promised mike to not to bring that up and i don't
1: think we should well, it, it, i mean it's over now everybody's over it yeah. it was it was a misunderstanding and and then i got canceled for sticking up for him you, you asked me to be in the show the next day i remember yeah. that and then mike put me on a show and it was the best show i ever did uh too bad ryan didn't uh, did know how to operate the camera because i was trying to get it taped but the camera wasn't working but i fucking oh. murdered
4: yeah yeah that was a great you did great you, I remember,
1: you, booked, you booked me twice the first time i murdered the second time i bombed
4: yeah that was a tough audience though the second one that was that, oh, was, that,
1: that was tough they hated me
4: they hated you, and that, that kind of yeah, it was a tough crowd that
1: night. I even said to them, "I broke." I said to them, "I said, do you guys think I mean this stuff?" And they said, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> I was there for. I remember it happening. Uh,
1: there's nothing worse than bombing, man. If I, I had like a headache and I, I I couldn't wait to get out of it, and then you and I felt so bad because you paid me. Well, that's yeah, I know. yeah.
4: You know, that's the thing, though, Frank and Mateo. That's I. I don't mind. I hate bombing, but I hate it because. uh it it, the producers hurt more than like the audience i'm never going to see again right but kind of hurts my reputation when i bomb because the producers like ah you know you didn't do well And but you know
1: i went over to you and matt nagin who's a great guy and i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry and both of you guys were really nice you're like no it's not it's not your fault and then dixon was there yeah he invited me to come on his uh his show after that,
4: oh, so maybe maybe you did better than you thought you did.
1: Well, he's the only one he thought it was funny, but he but he's 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 crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, he, I
0: watched the uh, his, I watched the episode of his uh, show where you were on that whole episode's unhinged cannibals and shit like.
1: Yeah, he's he thinks it's funny. He had a video of a man beating the crap out of a woman, and he kept replaying it
0: over and over again. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am the least it, offensive on that show.
0: That's good, though. You know, like that—that's—that's
4: that's the kind of stuff, though. It takes—it takes courage to do that kind of stuff. It does.
1: I, you know, it's just like like Norm McDonald just passed away. A great comedian, one yeah. of the great, one of the greatest comedians, one of the most risk risk takers, biggest risk takers. Yeah. And you know, everybody's going on TV now, and they're like, my friend Norm, my friend Norm. But they they all turned their back on him a few months ago because he defended Louis C.K. Yeah. yeah. And, and because his opinion is different than everybody else's opinion, they made him apologize. He went on an apology tour. Yeah. That was ridiculous.
4: Yeah, it is. It is. Everybody just Jimmy wants
1: Fallon, to... Jimmy Fallon banned him.
4: He banned Norm Macdonald? Yeah, That's very interesting
1: But now he's on TV saying Oh he was a member of our family I'm like "Are you of to mind He got fired from SNL with no dignity Whatsoever and now they're like we're very proud To have him as a member of our SNL family Like yeah why'd you fire him then yeah. <laughs> You know why they fired him Because he was doing OJ jokes And that the president of the network Was best friends with OJ Oh uh, yeah yeah
0: That's and very was- uh
1: his OJ jokes were great.
0: I never heard them, but I think I should Google some of them after. Yeah, wait, wait,
1: he's like, it's official. Murder is legal in the state of California. <laughs> 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 and then he had another one. He goes, OJ said he would have took a bullet from the Boy, that's bad luck. When the one guy that would have defended you kills you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: When was the greatest, one of the greatest of all time.
0: I, I would
4: agree. One. You know what it was? He was just—he was like a natural. He was just funny, you know. He didn't have to try. He just—you
1: know just, what? You know what it is, Mike. Like, I, I consider you a great comedian. I can, even though Phil's crazy. I consider Phil a great comedian, and Norm was a great comedian. Patrice O'Neill was a great comedian, and and Nick DePaulo was a great comedian. And what yeah. all those comedians have in common is they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I think you need to to be great because if you if you're concerned about what people think. You're never going to be a great comedian.
4: No, very true. And you're, you're never going to be true to yourself either. You, right. you try to pick audiences that, that are just not easy to please.
1: Just like uh, Bobby Slayton is a great comedian. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. Interesting. I, I met don't... him. I met him. He was so nice to me. Where'd you meet him? At Gotham Comedy Club. Oh, okay. Cyrus, Cyrus McQueen was the door man, And he knew... He knew that I love Bobby.
3: Okay. So
1: he brought me to meet him. He said, this is your biggest fan. And uh, he kept, re- all during set, he kept referencing me. He kept going, he had the young comic in the back. I was like the first time I ever got called young in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the, young comic in the, back, the young comic in the back. That's all he kept saying the whole set. He was great. Oh,
0: that's beautiful. And it's
1: beautiful. He called, he called the woman in the front row a cunt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I love how you you just Frank. I love how you remember that so clearly in your head.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you don't see that that often. No, you don't.
4: Not both things. You know, he called you out like a guy at that at that level, calling you out in the audience. That's great. That's really nice.
1: He's he's fantastic, and so was Paul Mooney, rest in peace. He was another great comic. Yeah, yeah. I like the guy. I like all the I like the guys who are uh, you know just don't give a fuck. Those are my favorite comedians
3: yeah
1: uh, Yeah. Dice. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you? I know you're doing comedy a while. You're doing it longer than me. Did yeah. you used to go to Pips? I never went to Pips. Really? Pips? That's interesting.
4: I knew it. Yeah. I knew it existed, but I I I never went.
1: Because you're from Brooklyn, I'm surprised you never went to Pips.
4: Yeah. No. Nah. No, I don't know. That's yeah.
1: What's the reason? Is there any reason?
4: I think uh, it was just so far out. It, uh, you know, wow. you know, I'm not, uh, I, I don't know. I used to go into the city and do it. I never did Mike's in Brooklyn, Frank.
1: Uh, yeah, I, but I think Pips would have liked you. Yeah. That's
0: when did, didn't Pips close down in like 2005, 2004?
1: Yeah, but Mike is doing comedy before that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't
0: realize that. I, thought I was like an early 2000s guy.
1: Yeah, I've been around. And
4: I, I did uh, that little room in the New York Comedy Club when they had the little room in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, a, yeah. it's a green room now. Huh? It's a green room now.
4: It is the way to go on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. God,
4: that was great, man. It was had so much energy in it. You know, you know it, what
1: I think? I think clubs are the old way. Yes. I think a lot of comics... Spend too much energy trying to get the clubs to like them. When you get past at a club, you're still at the beginning anyway. That's the beginning.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I think the new way to make it is online. That's a new way to make it. Yeah,
0: I, I totally on agree. YouTube
1: video. Yeah. Uh,
0: Frank, can you repeat yourself? It's breaking up.
1: You know, I watch. I watch Norm I watch McDonald on YouTube almost every night.
0: All those videos of him. Yeah! Wow. And uh, uh, Mike, you have any last or Final words?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey,
5: hey. It was great to be here. God damn it!
1: <laughs> Thank you. Oh man. So uh, I I was trying to watch like a lot of horror films, you know. To, and I figured we would do a premium episode about horror. So uh, I I already saw all the old ones. So I was watching some new ones. There's there's some damn good new ones, man. Mateo recommended The Witch. I was asking for recommendations. I I, I had to shut it off. Why? Well, like what part did you get up to? Get uh, it. like ten minutes in. It's a three-hour movie. First of all, it t- when does it take place? 1800s? Uh, no, uh, earlier 1650. Yeah, I, I can't go that far back. <laughs> I, can you Can you watch movies that far back? Yeah, I, hold
2: I, I, on. So was it like before the Salem witch like, trials like and like stuff?
1: It takes place during the um,
0: uh, first Thanksgiving. When was the Salem witch trial? That was in the 1600s. That was after. That was the okay. yeah,
1: 1705 or something. Okay. I like. I, I, I. maybe I'm ignorant, but I, I can't go beyond the 20th century. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I. If it's not at least 9. I. Can, I like the 50s. The 30s. I, I. can't. I can't go back to before. Like. I, like it was just. I'm sure. It was. I'm sure they got it right because they were talking like a dialect. They were yeah. speaking like a dialect.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were uh, like pilgrims. Yeah. Uh, Frank, that is the 20th century. What? The 17 and 1600s is the 20th century.
1: No, I mean, uh, what's... Uh, later, like later. The 1900s, yeah, I think. Yeah yeah, 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 Thank you. I know what I meant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm sure it's a good movie. I just don't have an appreciation for shit like that. I watched The Age of Innocence, the Mont yeah. Scorsese film, a long time ago. I like that.
2: That That's a well-done movie. Yeah, and I like that. He, that's in the book. Maybe because really it's about New York.
1: Too. Probably. Because well, it was Sc- Scorsese. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer went on a rider before she fell off. You know?
2: Yeah, she was great. It man. was and great. Daniel Day-Lewis. But, yeah. but I'll tell
1: you, uh, bringing it back to new horror films. So our new horror film, it only got 65% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's why I don't go by them.
0: I, I hate them so much. For they, I don't, they're, so they're, bad.
1: they're not accurate. I watched uh, Summer of 84. Okay. So good. So good. I haven't heard of that. one. I've yet. seen
0: the trailers and yeah, the yeah. extended like um, uh, demos from Comic Con, but never actually seen the film.
1: So good. It was like a. It takes place in nineteen eighty four. So of course I'm into it. And they're playing like you know like this tangerine dream esque yeah. music, and uh, I don't want to give away too much. It's like a mystery. It's more. Like, it's not like a. It's not like a horror, but it's like a murder mystery, yeah. but but scary.
0: That's cool. You no, know I know what, of
1: a plot. I've never seen it. You know what I realized? I'm learning something about myself. I don't like supernatural horror films.
2: Like what? Give an example. Like, like Rosemary's baby. baby. or Oh, we're going Rosemary's Baby. No, the witch. I
1: I like like some like like that that just like a serial killer or kids going Those away for the weekend and then somebody's killing them all. Like I like that. You know what I mean? But like I didn't like Hereditary, which is considered the best movie to the year. It is uh, for horror recently. Everybody's
2: been saying that. Yeah.
1: I, I I didn't. I I don't know. It was just too much. The acting was too good. Like I don't need good acting in a horror movie. Like it's the kind of horror movie where it's like. The critics like it, you know what I mean. The acting's great, but it was—I don't like anything about *The Devil*. I, okay. okay,
2: so then, like, question then, because like I found that like with me, I don't like the horror genres with the things popping out at me and stuff. Yeah. But I like the thrillers, right? You know, like *Brian like, De Palma. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, what is it? *Silence of the Lambs*, Lambs *American Horror story. story*. But I like
1: when it's realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I, nobody's ever seen *The Devil*. Nobody, nobody had an experience.
2: The movie The people Devil? Say, people say, say that. that. Yeah. People oh, yeah. say that,
1: but there's no, the devil hasn't been here. I, you I, I you ever know. run into him? No. <laughs> no. If anybody's going to meet him, it's going to be you. the <laughs> devil yeah, inside. You're, you're going straight to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> according I to say my, my... name uh, is Frank uh, Terry. <laughs> I, I spoke to my priest about you, and he said, uh, you don't have a chance. That's hot. <laughs> That's hot, Frank. That should be an after dark. No, he talked Bible, to his priest about me. I'm honored. In the Bible, it says gay people are going straight to hell. They don't even got to wait online. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. When, like when they see the people, you know, like when you get to the gates of heaven, like when you get to the gates of hell, they're like, "Where are the gay people?" All right, come straight up to the front. Oh my God! Serial <laughs> you know, kills a second. <laughs> like, you know, Daniel Tosh, one of his specials says his newer ones have a,
0: has a joke about that. Like the Bible says, I'm quoting him. That doll should not be with another man. But they never say anything about women being uh-huh. nice because That shit is oh, that's hot. That's true.
2: That's true. <laughs> 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 that's not your joke. I'm sorry. Say
0: the punchline. That's 90. not my joke. It's Daniel Tosh is one of his specials. He said that's hot. No,
1: like women and stuff. Okay. Yeah. In other words, uh, it's not creepy if it's women. Yeah.
2: Okay, I got you. I got you.
1: <laughs> but uh, do you have um? Because uh, I want I want to talk to Mateo. We're gonna. We'll, I'll get to you. But yeah. Mateo is like the, I have him here because he's an expert. Yeah. Who is your favorite? What is your favorite horror film? And who is your favorite horror director? Okay, so if you
0: break it, I have like three categories. I break down like um like you know how like they have like the th- um like three ways of ska, three ways of feminism. They they break down films in the same way: th- first wave, uh, second wave, and f- third. Right. And there's basically horror, There's three waves. There's uh, the 1920s, the 1970s, and 80s to onwards. Right. And everything past 2014, since there's a new uh, new class of a. Uh, um, they call it, um, I forget what they call, it, but they refer it as the the new the new house of horror. Uh-huh. And so when I'm breaking down my two favorites um, directors will be have to be Vincent Price. Oh wow! Yes. From Classic. He's,
1: yeah, he's going deep.
0: Uh, and um like I have it categorized like for early early horrors: Vincent Price and Wes Craven. Right. Newer stuff would be Tim Burton, and, and um, I'm blanking the guy's name. Uh, what's his name
1: again? Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty diverse group. Wes Craven's a genius. Uh, yeah. He, he's like, he, he brought it back. Like, if it wasn't for the Scream movies, it was dead. Horror was dead. Scream, Scream brought it back.
2: Okay, I want to ask a question. I'm sorry. But Wes Craven, he directed some movie Nightmare with Sharon Stone uh, back uh, in the day, and it was her big break. Oh, yeah. And it was some kind of horror film because she became best friends with Mimi Craven, was, was Craven's wife.
1: What's it was like '84 or something. Is he the was, Hills of Eyes. He knows about entertainment. That might be it. He knows about entertainment gossip. He knows everything. But yeah,
2: but like because <laughs> she talked about it, that was her big yeah, break. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a good director. No, of- but he's
1: really smart and tapping into the zeitgeist. Like yeah. he's really smart with that. Like oh, he really knows. I mean, the reason I really I grew up on slashes. Yeah. So when I was a teenager, every week there was a new slasher. Yeah. And it was always surrounded around a holiday, whether it was Friday, 13th, mm-hmm. Halloween, mm-hmm. April Fool's okay. Day, My Bloody Valentine. Fine. And I was—I saw them all. And uh, that's my favorite genre. But the reason they were effective and the reason they don't really work now is because back then, serial thrills were a very real threat. Yes. Serial
2: killers, you said? Yeah. Ser- cer- yeah, yeah Somebody yeah. told me at the Creek in the Cave, a customer, that they didn't know about serial killers till the Charles Manson case. That before that, all they right. hadn't hurt they had not had crimes that were linked and that were connected. Like, it was
1: Manson, then it was uh, a forty five caliber killer. No, nah, even earlier, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, and then, like, the, the Night Stalker. Yeah. So, like, I, I remember when... I, I'm I'm older than you guys. So, I remember when... Uh, Son of Sam? Son of Sam was, was, was active, and pe- girls were dying they had blonde because he was killing brunettes. Yeah. Or was, it was the other way around? It was it was both. He, uh, um, yeah. They, yeah. they
0: went both ways. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like, like, sequentially killed, like, a blonde and a uh, brunette the alternate pattern format like in different locations like
1: i remember my dad was taking me to the movies and he goes before we go i want to show you something so he drives down an alley in queens and he goes you see see that i go yeah he goes that's where he killed the last the last girl i'm 10 years old like why are you showing me this (laughs) my father was fascinated fascinated he he was he was he was fascinated he was like no i wasn't i was scared i I was like is he gonna get us he wasn't (laughs) killing guys but yeah he wasn't
2: Cause like with me, I'm just like everybody else. Like anytime there's a profile or a and biography on a serial killer or wacko, like I have to see it and like yeah, yeah. learn. I'm into it about now.
1: It. Now maybe yeah. maybe because I'm older and my, my dad was older. As a kid, you're not into that. You're scared. Yeah. You know, I was when I was a little kid. The movie Last House on the Left scared the shit yeah. out of me. Okay, that makes, was, That yeah. movie was about abduction. It was. Yeah. It was about somebody coming in the house, the house and taking, taking you. Him. And I used to have nightmares that somebody was coming in the house and taking me. Okay, I've never seen that one. You know, it's, it's probably still scary right yeah, now. Just add, like. I was thinking about horror films, like just in general,
0: like just just completely not on topic. But I guess it is. For uh, I was thinking about like they're garbage. The the only movie like it's super bloody or like gruesome I like, but not because it's good, just because of how bad it is the Saw franchise?
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know the Italian films were very unrealistic. Oh yeah, like, um, I I love them though. Like the Italian cinema, you know the Italian cinema from the seventies really inspired slashes. Oh so, yeah, forgive
2: me. The Italian films like in Italian, or
1: yeah, like yeah, yeah. The,
0: some of them are in English. Al
1: Pacino movies. They're dubbed. They're dubbed. They're du- okay. okay, there's like uh, like uh, Suspiria, and and uh, movies, zombie movies like um, uh, the house by the cemetery. They were like – like, they, you would see them playing and you would think it was an American film and you go in there and they were badly dubbed, but they were made in Italy. Yeah. But the thing about the Italian films is the cinematography was amazing because yeah. they would I'm use always. the same cinematography that people like Fellini would use. So like the top-of-the-line cinematographers were used for both exploitation films and it, art films. Yeah. So the, Fellini was using the same people as like uh, Lucio Fulci, who was considered like a garbage filmmaker, yeah. but I, I'm a big They used the, the same – sound
0: uh, Ennio Marconi, uh, the,
1: yeah. go- the Goblins – uh, Stelvio yeah. Cipriani, uh, Mina yeah they use all these great music and the music's amazing and the, the cinematography's amazing but the acting's terrible and, oh yeah and, oh, and the terrible. violence is so unbelievable like, Go stick a knife in them. somebody's it's neck right, in, and all of a sudden you see like maggots crawling oh, out yeah, of yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> it's, but it's re- but then like uh, when you see Halloween, which was the the, one, the movie that really opened it all up. There's hardly any gore in that movie. Any. The first Halloween has hardly With any the gore. The first
2: Michael Myers. Yeah.
1: Movie. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's
0: uh, what what makes it so jarring is it's the first film to be filmed a third person narrative from perspective of the eyes.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Say that
0: again. Like most know? horror films at that point were always filmed first person, first person or, first person or yeah. second person. It's the only film to be f- filmed a third person from like the perspective of the killer.
1: Oh, that's of uh, the killer. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah, I moved, see, see, the first Halloween was really great because you, you believed that this kid was a person who grew up, you know, and he was had, he was evil. But then at this point, I saw the most recent one. It's like, I, I don't So know, fucking I, bad. I didn't like it at all. Should we, should we get into it? You already gave her two yeah. minutes on a sit down about that shit. Yeah. Because like,
2: I, I want to see it. And you know I'm, what it is? Yeah.
1: Everything right now is focused on the Me Too movement. Okay. So the whole movie is about, because Hollywood is about making money. And the Me Too movement is very popular right now. So the whole movie is about female empowerment. Her, her daughter, and her granddaughter all going after Michael Myers. It's oh. like, it's, like oh, it's, so yeah, much. it's so bad. And it's good. I mean, Jamie, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Um, here's another thing that's not realistic about it they're, per- they're really going out of it. I know I'm repeating myself, but they're going out of their way to make sure the, the casting is diverse. So there's 100 black people in the well,
0: I, I noticed that when <laughs> yeah. I watched
1: it, but I didn't care. <laughs> okay i don't i don't care yeah i'm just pointing out you know i
0: obviously like i was my theory is like, they can just import other officers from other states yeah, or, yeah, like yeah. state bureau I, don't,
1: I just feel like hollywood has a, a liberal agenda and it just it's obnoxious it really I, don't, I don't even is. think it's liberal you don't think so i i just think I, I, at this point like with the uh, because there's so many people because who, of donald trump no not even donald trump is such a fucking psycho <laughs> that everybody's like uh giving reparations to, uh, reparate as soon as Donald Trump became president, like oh now we got to be nice to everybody. Why weren't you nice to them before? Do you do you, What's your favorite horror like Betty Davis movies?
2: Yeah, I like whatever happened to Baby. Yeah, Jane Yeah, that's that like a good. classic. Is that a
1: gay classic?
2: Uh, yeah, it is. It, it is, is right. I mean, yeah. it's it's
1: a horror classic. You know, you know, it's interesting. I don't know if you know it. Do you know, I mean, you you know it right? What's what? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yeah, I know. Uh, and Hush yeah. uh, Hush sweet Charlotte. No, late sixties.
2: No, John Waters did some other stuff. I, w- I wish we could talk about him. We can. Um, um, he's a comedy director, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's done horrors, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, he has. But with yeah. comedy overtones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in bad taste. I love John Waters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, the, there was a famous director, but then they, they made the um, show few Robert Aldrich. Uh, Robert Aldrich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did
1: westerns. He did everything gangster movies. But, you know, the reason they would cast older women in these horror movies is because children are afraid of old ladies. Yeah. So they would they would put old women in the movie. If you notice, if you, if you if an old lady, a wrinkly old lady, goes over to a baby carriage, the baby starts immediately crying. That's
2: right. You told me that a long. I, I forgot. You told me. that. But isn't that isn't that? Do you think that uh, Baby Jane started that trend of having the older?
0: No,
1: that trend goes all the Well, that trin-age. was a genre: older women horror movies. That was a, a subgenre of horror in the late '60s. Not even. You well, know, what? ironically, I'm afraid of old ladies. You know, yeah, you say quite often on stage. You know, when I see a woman like thirty years old, I get scared.
0: I was seeing the old, the old, the I was seeing the elderly women. Trump is that anything like from the sixties? If you read like the classic Brothers Grimm's or uh, Mother Goose or Rumpelstiltskin stories, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's what that's what people think. I'm only obviously I'm only joking, but uh that's what people think. That's the way they treat old women in media. As like, you know, washed up and over the hill. and like Yeah, man, they
2: do that. Well, well,
1: Anne Hathaway said she's having a hard time getting roles.
2: Was that John Carpenter? That's uh, what's no, great. Okay, that the studio did not want to make that movie at all. They didn't see any point in it. And that it was made, and he was very steadfast and persistent in getting that made, even though everybody told him it was a bad idea. He made it off a really independent film budget that studio ended up filing bankruptcy, and then when Nightmare on Elm Street came out, it was a big hit and saved the studio. Yeah, I believe it. I and remember. I don't know what studio it
0: was. I have no but, idea like, either because a lot of uh, like that company, like a lot of like independent realtors, owned a merch like licensing for the shit.
1: You know, I have a really big problem with watching contemporary horror, uh, contemporary cinema, in general, because they don't shoot on film anymore. Okay. It's all yeah, digital. And I, yeah, and I don't want to sound like this old guy who's stuck in the past. But when I go back and I watch the Italian films and I watch the ones from the '80s, it just—it looks. I just like the aesthetic. No, no, completely. I, I uh,
0: I've when if the movie like collector's edition comes out in theaters and millimeter film, I will see that over digital. Yeah, that's like, why I kept I, seeing Dunkirk. I tried. <laughs> yeah,
1: we talked about that. Uh, yeah, I gotta see that. Um, I tried watching this movie called Unsane.
0: Uh, it's so bad. Oh why why?
1: This is why this is why I shut it off. If so, when something triggers me, I have to shut it off. Yeah. It's about a girl gets uh un, un unjustifiably put into a mental hospital and I and like she's waiting in the lobby and they're like, "Will you come with me, miss?" and they start taking her phone and putting it into plastic. And I was just going cuz I've been in hospitals recently and I've been to, to therapy and stuff. So I was just like picturing myself. I'm like, "I'm not going to watch this movie. It's going to freak me out." Yeah, so I yeah. shut it off right there. Okay, and plus it was shot on really cheap digital.
0: Oh, really? I've seen it. it's uh, it's awful, yeah. awful film. I was gonna watch it because uh, what's her
1: name is in it, uh, B, uh, Ju- uh Juno Temple. I know who that is. She's the little British girl. I still don't know. But um, she's usually if there's a cute actress in a movie, that makes me watch it. But I'll tell you one thing. I watched another movie that had nothing but good-looking people, in it and then I couldn't watch it. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, I love it. You like that? Oh, no, it's, wow. it's everybody likes it. It's so bad. It's good. It's so it, I like movie. Well, what was going it. on? Those people behind the scenes were like, and they were make making them get killed. Yeah, what was like like a scientific experiment. Yeah,
0: for like a, like a secret government, like um, it's like a like a, almost like a deep state
1: mission. Oh, uh, and every actor was like. Los Angeles looking. Yeah. The, they it's a, a very like, Los
0: Angeles movie. It
1: was such a Los Angeles movie. I was like, I, I didn't yeah. like it.
0: Uh, part of, most of that film, film is not even filmed in
1: the woods. It's like, uh, like CGI green screen in L.A. Oh. But <laughs> you, you know, um, oh. it's really hard to make a, a, an original horror or, or a fresh horror. But I got to say, get, get Out did it. Get Out did it. Yeah, Get Out they, was Get Out, good. out really well, did I, it. I don't know. I like Shyamalan always does himself even for bad films. But Get Out was just like, <laughs> I, I, I watched, when it was funny, I watched it recently. Yeah. I watched Get Out recently, and I didn't know anything about the movie. Nobody spoiled it for me. I, and everybody was talking about it, because when it first came out, it was the talk of... No, um, it's good. So it was really... the talk of the, the comedy scene. Everybody was talking right, about it. Right, right. So that's what everybody would say. They would say, go yeah. see it. I'm not going to tell you I, nothing. I just. I think it's more of a comedy than a horror.
2: Right. It's, it it's, has
1: it's elements it, of comedy. It changes. But, but, but it is kind of yeah. fucking... In
2: the screenplay and... Well, uh,
0: Scream is also the same way with that. Like I think Scream's more of a. Comedy. But it was so
1: intelligent. Yeah.
0: But
2: I want to, I want to say something. Like I thought it was going to be with written by Jordan Peele. I thought I was expecting it to be, um, a parody, a modern version of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner
1: parody. No, that's it. what I thought it was going to be. But you know and what? It's a, it's it an wasn't. interesting. It's a biting commentary on how white liberals are full of shit. Yeah, I think that's what he it was. It's I don't know. I, I haven't seen any interviews with him or read anything about Jordan Peele. I didn't go down a rabbit hole. I, I'm just I not. I'm not that interested. But, but yeah, the movie's great. And from what I'm watching, from what I gather, is that I think he was trying to say: See, you think white people like you just because they voted for Obama? This is what they're gonna fucking do to you.
2: Well, I mean it's. You know, how a black person would feel alienated, I guess. But, like, I don't have any white people, like, with that kind of money in my family. It was just so you know? fucking I wish interesting. I did, but and I it's don't.
1: the kind of movie that you watch it, and as soon as you get done watching it, you want to tell people to go see it, and you want to see it again. Yeah, I That's, the, that's again. the mark of a great film. Yeah. I could watch that movie easily again.
2: But he won the Oscar Best Screenplay for that. He did? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He deserved it. Yeah. yeah. I
2: have to say that. But apparently, okay, speaking of racial relationships, <laughs> apparently I learned that he auditioned for Saturday Night Live as Barack Obama. uh uh-huh. And they di- and he didn't get it, and that's why he did the Key and Peele thing. Right. And then and he did a good job as Obama on there, but instead they did Fred Armisen in blackface. Ugh. As Obama, yeah, I remember oh. that. Yeah, but that's, well, Fred, Fred Armisen, Armisen is very good, though. But
1: he's not Caucasian. Fred Armisen, he's what is he Middle Eastern or something?
0: I thought he was white. No, oh. I, I, I've heard uh, like, multiple people claim multiple things. I'm not going to confirm or deny what he is.
1: But you know what? I got to think? Jordan. Jordan Peele must f- be feeling so much pressure because there's no way he's going to top that movie. There's no way he's going to make another movie in his lifetime that's going to be nearly as good as Get but Out. They the key there's and no Peele way. Show. They it's too good. It's Peele too show. good. No, but he's TV. never going to. I don't want to, I don't wish him the hard luck, but I don't think there's a chance that he's ever going to make a film as good as Get Out. It's true. It's too good. His
0: last film was bad. What was his last film? Keanu. Name?
1: When did that come out? Oh, yeah. Before yeah. Get yeah. Out? No, it. after.
0: Oh. It's when Keanu Reeves plays a, a, a cat, it, like, guides him for the, like the neighborhood and stuff. There's
1: no way he's going to, because the movie is too, sometimes you get a curse of your first movie, like Orson Welles. Or, no, not tr- Not true. Well, I I I but believe Citizen Kane didn't make no, money. I I believe that Orson Welles made several good films after that, but the but by and large, the public believes that Citizen Kane was the best. Yeah, I know, yeah, but I'm
0: saying uh, Citizen Kane wasn't his first. It wasn't, it wasn't his wasn't first hit. He, uh, uh, he uh, co-directed multiple uh, um, other pr- productions uh-huh. before Citizen Kane under alternate names for the studio. Okay,
1: well, Citizen Kane was like you know most critics can consider it yeah the greatest movie ever made. Right, I but, actually like A Touch of Evil better because it's more like an exploitation film. It is, yeah. And he's uh, great as the Mexican. No, yeah. Oh, no, he's not the Mexican. Charlton no, has. Char- is. No, Char-
0: Charlton Heston is. I'm saying, yeah. like, how is it to you an exploitation film? Because like,
1: it's very seedy and pulpy. Yeah. Anything that's pulpy is, is exploitation. No, I, I, always, uh, I, I never really thought of it as exploitation. I thought of it was more as a propaganda it's, film. It's probably proto-exploitation. Proto-explo- yeah. It's like a film that influenced the people who came after it. Exactly what I was trying yeah. to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great movie, Touch of Evil. Big influence on De Palma. De Palma is my favorite. I don't okay, know if I yeah, call yeah. him a horror director, but he did. He, Dress to Kill is his only. Dress to Kill and Carrie are both horror.
2: Carrie's really good. And then what was? um Dress to Kill, Phantom of the Paradise. There was Phantom something else that he did. Of, that was that was like a, what, what was the one with John Lithgow that he did in Genevieve Boujol? Obsession. Obsession. Yeah. What you, is
0: that horror? Sorry. What, uh, what do you think of like the Asian classics of like horror? You know, I haven't seen many. Like The
1: Grudge or The Ring. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, any of the them. The
2: Ring is good, but I heard the Asian one was better. You know, the it
1: Asians knew. get, uh, the Japanese particularly, uh, are credited with uh, this uh, bloody violence. Oh, yeah. But they got all that shit from the Italians. Yeah. See Ooh. what I they, mean? They're always stealing from us. They're always, The French stole from us. The fucking huh. Japanese stole from us. Well, actually, uh,
0: there's a movie by uh, uh, Hayao Miyazaki about that. Like, a lot of the Italian directors in World War II sold them the uh, rights of those, like, like tropes. Okay. It was negotiation because of the uh, access.
1: And then Quentin Tarantino turns around and he bites off the Japanese for Kill Bill. See? Yeah.
0: You're fired. <laughs> no, but Glorious it. Bash is a deliberate remake. <laughs> like, they're, they're like de- like Glorious Bash is a. Yeah, like- but listen, that's what cinema is. Everybody
1: yeah. influencing everybody, you know? It
2: is. I mean, it's one thing, like, when you copy something, but right. it's another thing. Like, check this shit out, man. All right. This, this is not horror, but like, comedians, you know, you can tell when somebody steals another joke. You can watch somebody on TV and be like, oh, they stole it. I saw some. I saw an episode of Downton Abbey back in the day, and then I saw this movie from 1940 that had the exact same subplot, and they had totally stolen it. Like, I'm not talking about inspired by it, but they copied like the shots, the, the storyline, everything. I was like, that was.
1: They probably got sued if it's that blatant. No, but I mean, it's, it was like yeah, yeah.
2: 1940, and I was. It was just ironic that I saw them close together.
1: You know, was... um, uh, a Star Is Born, the first movie, was. Uh... A, a blatant ripoff of of At What Price Hollywood.
2: I've never seen that one.
1: And the reason that George Cooker turned down directing The First Star is Born, he said it's too much like At What Cost Hollywood. But then when they remade it a, the second time with Judy Gone, he, he said, okay, I'll direct it. Because right. he thought the first one won't work, but the first one's great. I haven't seen that one. I never I've seen them all except for uh the Barbara Streisand one. i
0: you seen yeah, the, 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 the theater production like, uh, no, I'm not talking Broadway like, uh, off Broadway or like uh, productions of it. It's, it's a play. It was a play. Yeah, Star is Born at one point was a play. All right,
1: it was a play based on the first movie because the it movie did was very well. Or I, don't, no? I don't know, but I know it was it was uh, the, everything. Uh, wo- That's I don't like plays based on movies. Yeah,
0: because they adapted Rocky
2: as a musical. They do I mean, everything.
1: People were yeah. like, "Oh yeah, it's so good." It closed after like two performances. They do everything. A Bronx but, Tale. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah Saturday Night Tale. Fever. Ro- uh,
0: they did a Rock uh, um, Bruce Lee.
1: Oh yeah, Dragon. Yeah. I it, like when plays become movies. Not when movies become plays. Right. Yeah. You, know? you see,
2: the Lion King I, I'm a purist, that Kevin. That's something you don't I, know about me. I but... agree with you, though. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The, the the plays that become movies are better. But I hope yeah. that
1: if one thing happens from the success of A Star is Born, that mu- they start making more musicals, because I love musicals. No, no they don't
0: really? musicals, like,
1: like not good ones. Like They, they don't make them better. You like, know what's great? Emo the musical. You ever see that? Yeah. So good.
2: No, I like Dreamgirls. I've never seen Emo. I like Dreamgirls in Chicago, Sound of Music. But other than that, there's a lot like Oklahoma. I had to turn that off. It went on and on and on. But, <laughs> well, uh, I'm Shirley Jones. To, uh, South Pacific. Tim Burton is
0: the only really director is making musicals now. Yeah, Tim what? Burton. Yeah, think about Sweeney, it. Sweeney Todd. About, no, Sweeney Todd, Corpse Bride, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, those are cartoons. Marshall, but they're still musicals. Yeah. yeah,
2: Rob Marshall's not. Oh, because he did his musicals
1: are very stilted, really. Yeah, Rob Marshall and and
2: Baz Luhrmann uh, is Moulin Rouge considered? I think that's considered
3: musical.
1: Baz, oh, he's great. He did, uh, he did the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that was really good. And uh, Strictly Ballroom.
0: Yeah, he's got like a really interesting (laughs) style.
1: I knew too much about gay stuff. Yeah, you really do. See, I'm, I'm a very diverse guy. I could talk to the gay guy about gay shit. I could talk to the, the horror film nerd about the horror stuff. I, I know. Could, I'm all in, over the place, We're baby. in Strictly
2: yeah. Frank's room discussing Strictly ball. You
1: know what we gotta do oh next time God. Comic-Con comes or one of these conventions, we gotta go. Because the chicks that go to these fucking things are so sexy. They dress up like... I don't, I have a theory a lot of them are not into it. Oh, yeah? They just want to show off their body. I see, I, I, I maybe. But they dress up like, like characters from Final Fantasy. Yeah. I love that. They wear, they wear the blue hair and the silver baby. Yeah, that's them. a year from now. It's a year from now? Or we o- gotta go? October, yeah. <laughs> want a video it? Or just like, like, no, I, I want to go there. Why
2: don't we go to Oktoberfest first? I'll go
1: dressed up as I'll go dressed up as Sal from uh, The Dark Knight. <laughs> right they here. won't even know what character it is. Yeah, exactly. It's like a minor character. That's Eric right. Roberts. You know Eric Roberts, right? Yeah. He, he played yeah, Sal. Yeah,
2: because he was on Celebrity Rehab. I'm addicted to pot. And then he, he was on Wendy Williams and he goes, I let my
0: wife be the boss everywhere except the bedroom. <laughs> Eric Roberts is great. I wanna uh, I wanna you it seemed like you watch up episode. What was Wendy Williams' reaction to that shit? She, oh, she sat right next to him. She goes, Oh
1: <laughs> I love Eric Roberts, man. You know what I, I give him a lot of credit for? First of all, he's a great actor. But he's like sixty something years old he, and he, and he looks Co- fantastic. But
0: was you, know, you, Co- know, you, know, you know who's also in that boat of like really old like, but also looks fantastic? Bruce Willis. Yeah, he looks the same.
2: And he's yeah. bald. See, yeah. I'm bald, man. Okay, and Vin you, you, Diesel. You know Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Uh, slow down. They're, they're you, know,
1: you, say lot, you say a lot of ridiculous things when you yeah. come here. rogan. The, the last time you were here... You said that Elliot Gould was a sex symbol. <laughs>
0: Back in
1: the '70s, he was. He was
0: not. No, he wasn't. Frank he never you're was. Fired.
1: He, I want he you to cares. find something. Find something on Google that says that he was a
0: sex symbol. <laughs> I was. I was seeing if, if he was to be like a, he's a Bruce Willis is like a gay Joe Rogan. Who am? Yeah, if he's like the baldness, like the muscle. Like. Can you fight?
2: Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Joe, Joe Rogan could kick the shit out of anybody. Yeah,
1: he, he can cat fight. I'm strong. I was talking about this. I was talking about this the other day. Do you think there's anybody that could take Joe Rogan in a fight? Like, how old is Joe? A, right? a comedian. Okay. Joe
2: Rogan. He said something. He I, could kick the shit out I of anybody. I was watching a podcast with him last night, interviewing Roseanne, talk about horror stories. I'm devastated about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Shane, Greg, Rosshawk,
2: Yeah, yeah right?
1: she shouldn't have got fired. But he was yeah.
0: saying
2: he was born in 1967.
1: Joe Rogan.
0: He said that on the podcast.
1: I'm older than him. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: I'm trying, I'm trying, I think maybe one person can, Comedy-wise can fight him Who's and that? Jackie he, Chan He's of age Is he
1: a comedian? He does stand-up now in Chinese oh, Okay Jackie Chan? He does Chinese oh, j- Jackie could beat him then Because
2: there's Jackie Chang Who's a girl who No, Jackie
1: the, Chan the, No, you're, to, you're talking about The girl from the comedy scene? Yeah Why, why, would, no, no, she, why would she no. fight Joe Rogan? Okay, no, I'm no, saying no, I'm Jackie I'm Chan <laughs> The the Jackie
0: Martian I, I know Jackie Yeah, he does uh, uh, Stand-up Not in English But in uh, Chan- Chinese In Beijing Okay. Oh, wow. But but getting back yeah. to there horror is. films, uh, yeah.
1: I tried to... You know, sometimes I got to stop watching the ones... I'm not going to watch a horror film because it gets a good review. I'm going to watch a horror film because there's something about it that appeals to me. I go through the list, and if something only got 50% of Rotten Tomatoes, but it looks interesting to me, I'm going to fucking watch what, it. Which one are you talking in mind? The one that I watched last night that I liked, uh, Summer of 84. Yeah. But um, I tried watching Mandy, which everybody says is amazing. I, I I couldn't hate get it. through it. First of all, horror films are not supposed to be two hours. Horror films are supposed to be anywhere from eighty to ninety-five minutes. What? what That's uh, what I like. What do you think of the Paranormal Activity franchise? No, I, I I never seen that. Okay, okay, because you, te- you technically
0: are horror, but you just no one no one ever gets killed. It's just yeah. it's just like it's hard to explain, but it is good. I really like.
1: I, I recommend Summer of '84. Okay, I dug it, man. Do you like Blair Witch Project? No,
2: I was thinking of bringing that up earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I remember when people were like scared, as, scared of it really drastically, and two years later, I'll tell
1: you, uh, I'll tell you movies that have always been scary, always will be scary. Halloween one, yeah, Dress to Kill, yeah, Sisters, another yes. Brian De Palma film, Sisters, Carrie, those three, Carrie. Sisters, Carrie, and Dress to Kill. The those best three. Was, what, which one was Carrie again? The one with the girl with telekinetic powers. And, oh yeah, you know, yeah her mom was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They remake it all the time. And her mom goes. And Speaking I, of Broadway, they made a play. Yeah, yeah and it. it closed, but the music was good. <laughs> I'm sure. The when music you say Cario swing the
0: Exorcist, no.
2: I was going to talk about the Exorcist too. That's, that's prom incredible. night is a great
1: one. Prime, yeah, prom prom yeah. night. Uh, my there are like four of them. The first one with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Um, so Jamie, my my Bloody Valentine is great. So Amazing. was she
2: more famous? Because see, okay, I am I was born in the 80s. I was always a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. She's great. But I saw her more in like the sitcoms and the funny movies and stuff like that. So wasn't she like a horror actress she started for like the first she started, several yeah. years? She, 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 said she it was three in a row. She said it was hard for her to break out of that. Yeah, it well, was. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you know what the interesting thing is? Her mother, Janet Lee, was gorgeous.
2: And Psycho. Her mom was yeah, in Psycho. Her, that's why they cast her. Yeah, about. yeah, Psycho was great. That so her mother
1: was. Up. This is the interesting thing. Her mother was gorgeous. Her mother was Janet Lee. Gorgeous. She was. Her yeah. father was Tony Curtis, one of the most handsome men you'll ever see in your life. But she was not attractive. But she was born like hermaphrodite or something. For, I'm not even talking saying. about that. I'm just talking about uh, her face. What well, do well, you she, mean? It was just she was born like intersex? Yeah. That
2: that's, a that's a rumor. That's a rumor. That's what people have been saying. But my it's whole
1: a rumor. I don't know if it's true. But, um, it's interesting. You can have a, a really, really, really handsome man and a really, really beautiful woman. And it's not a given that your child will be beautiful. It's not. It's
2: weird, though, because also you see people on TV, though, that are really un, that maybe you don't find attractive on TV, but in real life, they're attractive. Okay. Or they play ugly people on TV, and then in real life, they're not ugly. Yeah, I'm just talking about object
1: beauty. Yeah. yeah but but her, mother, she, her mother was an object
2: beauty. Because I heard... I don't know. I've heard people that worked with her and they said that she was really like sexy as she
1: swam No, she was sexy. Like that, I'm not you know. talking about a body. I'm talking about the head. Okay. The head was... I said... I made a joke on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, well, how is it that Jamie Lee's face is uh, more scary than Michael Myers now? <laughs> Michael Myers, I knew you would come for me soon. It's too much. It's too <laughs> little. It, that movie made $100 million, so obviously they're going to make another one. But Probably I, not. He dies
0: in the end. Spoiler. They, they well, didn't, she
1: died. He they stabbed her in It was one. ambiguous. It's true, though. But like, he always
0: comes back Somehow. You know, closing out the episodes is always the hardest part for me, but I gotta practice it more. You know, the more you work your muscles, mentally or physically, the more they grow. And I'm talking about my podcasting muscle for closing out a show. Not the best or strongest closeout I've done regarding this miniseries, but at least it counts, or at least I'm trying. Anyway, that's been the miniseries of the Frank Terranova Sagas, it's one through four. I'm gonna cut it.
5: thank Danger! Danger. Representing on Let Us Be Idiots Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You be, you be raw. That's, real that's real a real, that's a real gift. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, them coming with that hot flame. Oh, Names no. take the reins, act a fool in my pin the Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. No. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. Oh no, no, let's go drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a. Lighting in ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much Make them all squeal more in my clutch Make them out in our ruby Lighting it up Got you saying well Lung Lung be, you be raw. That's a real gist, That's a real gift But I'ma stay a fool so let's be idiots Let's be idiots I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots Let us be idiots I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots